0: are to the Rational Rage Network. Ladies and gentlemen, may
1: I have your attention, please? It's time
2: for the final countdown. The
1: show
0: starts.
2: threat of protection (laughs) with Turn after a decade here in Houston back in 2020 for the Royal Rumble match. And he said, I'm back in Houston again tonight. He said, Houston has helped me revive my career. Tag, here comes Mysterio. Edge has all been, been all about proving people wrong his entire career. And Rey Mysterio now, oh, and a set top off the double team by Edge. Edge of course missing a 10 years of action because of needing neck surgery. Cover by Mysterio and a kick out. Then he went towards his triceps uh, last year as well. Continues to return at the top of his game. Made by Dominic Mysterio. Shades of his dad. Cover. Hook to the leg. Kick out at two by Jimmy Uso as Roman Reigns looks on into a deep arm drag. Take down by Dominic. And Jay Uso. Tag. Here comes Edge. Edge blasting. Jimmy Uso off the apron and out. Driving Jay into the top turnbuckle. Edge looking better than ever. The Hall of Famer. Then a baseball slide to Jimmy. Roman Reigns runs into a clothesline. Up his edge, he said certain superstars take him to different places. Roman Reigns takes him to the top. Went for the Samoan drop. Tag, Ray's legal, but I don't think Jey Uso realizes it. Now he does. Zatanna. Rey Mysterio flying around, oh, face first off the DDT. Cover by Ray for the win, and Jimmy's got to break things up. And now Dominic Mysterio. Remember, the Mysterios defend the tag titles against the Usos in the Money in the Bank kickoff show on Sunday. Flying Mysterio! Oh! And now Roman Reigns driving Dominic face first into the ring post. Equalizing things a little bit for the family. Back in the ring, though, Jay Uso, big right to Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio, standing Jay, in a position. Rey Mysterio. Ready to dial it up, looking for the 619, intercepted by Roman Reigns. Driving away, kidney first to the apron. Kicking off a 619 here in
1: Houston. Oh my god, spear by Edge!
2: And look at this now, shoulders down and a kick out. Upper now, Jay's got the tights and the win. Here are your winners: the Universal Champion Roman Reigns and the Usos. And now from behind, Jay Uso attacking Rey Mysterio. The Bloodline with the win establishing dominance here tonight. And now Dominic comes to his father's aid, and Jimmy Uso into the fight as well. The brawl's on. Two sleeps away from a tag team championship match for the Usos. Beating up the Mysterios is a good idea. Yeah, look at Edge Edge with a chair in hand and making good use of it. Roman Reigns, Superman punch! (laughs) Oh boy, we've seen. Yeah, yeah, we have, but we've seen Edge do this before. Roman Reigns, perhaps with Payback on his (laughs) mind, Second Spear of the Night from Edge on Roman. (laughs) The master manipulator. The ultimate opportunist, the rated R superstar. And now, Roman Reigns in trouble. Edge fucking it in in, just like WrestleMania. The same move Roman Reigns did caused moments of fear. Planted the seed in his mind. And will this be the scene come Sunday? Will Reigns cap out? Will Edge become Universal Champion? Being excluded. No, no, it's because they want you to focus on all the happy things. Oh look, the fans are in attendance again. Oh look, a, a new entranceway, shiny lights. It's all to distract you. It's all to distract you from the fact that for over a year there has been a conspiracy targeting Sammy Zayn. fine. No, 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 it's actually fine, because tonight, for the first time in forever, I have something in my corner that I haven't had, and that's you. Yeah, it's you, it's you people, because you've seen it all. You've seen me be victimized. If there was any justice in the world, this briefcase would be lowered right now. And I would be handed that contract on a silver platter. You know what? That would be justice. And I will not let this show go on for one more minute until justice is. Ju- wait, 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 wait. Yes! Are you kidding me? I am. Yes! Oh my! Pin Balor is here. Pin <laughs> Balor. Well, welcome back. I mean. Oh, wait a minute, Finn Balor is back! Finn Balor play! Sami Zayn! Pat, can you believe Balor's here? Balor's here and looking better than ever! Zayn's ridden into the tarbuckle. Finn Balor here to send a message. Is the Balor Club on SmackDown? Top rope for Balor. Coup de Yes, it is! What did Sammy do? Why'd Sammy just get his ass beat by Finn Balor? I'm pumped for it. I'm happy about it. But why did Sammy just get beat up by Finn? No conspiracy here. Finn Balor is back.
3: Rational Rage Network and tonight I've got a special guest you, you probably know him from the Don Tony Kevin Castle show but then again you actually might know him from the Castle and Cheeky podcast adventure show right here on the Rational Rage it's the man himself <laughs> Kevin Castle how are you man so
4: good I'm so versatile I'm in so many shows uh, <laughs> well, you're everywhere <laughs>
3: <no>. <laughs> I'm everywhere I know I'm everywhere
4: pouring myself out to another podcast uh, <laughs> Thanks, you're babe. a pimp
3: you're, you're a pimp of the podcast and cj I yeah. just I'll,
4: I'll just go anywhere for a dime or a
3: dollar you know <laughs> <There you go. laughs> well man is it great seeing fans back on smackdown and what man i mean did this make a, a difference or what? because to me this felt special man just by the fans being around i'm not saying it was a, like the best show but there was something about it dude
4: no i loved it i thought it was great i mean i i i was watching totally for the fans that's why it's funny when i'm watching other people comment on it like uh it was ah, i wasn't that great show i'm like i think it was really about listen their job was to put on a decent show they did i think it was all about the fans tonight and they started off the night uh great the crowd was hot texas houston is a good crowd always big wrestling town going back to the, the you know the 50s 60s 70s 80s wow. there are uh, houston's a big wrestling town and just like at their baseball games and their football games stuff the crowd is loud and boisterous and and they didn't let anybody down tonight they picked the right place to do this and that was what it was all about how it came off cosmetically um on tv it was excellent Absolutely. from production to the sound and uh from the get-go you know and they had some dark matches and stuff too to warm up the right. crowd
3: we harry need to touch smith, on that. yes you know, exactly
4: harry smith was there tonight davy boy smith jr uh aaliyah wrestled tonight uh, a couple other people from nxt who hadn't made their debut yet so you know they, they not like they just went on the air hot like off the bat they of course had warm-up but um again it was all filled up by the time they went on the air completely sold out they weren't hiding any sections there wasn't anything you know uh you know Taken off a of TV so you couldn't right. see it. They showed you the whole arena and it was full. So again, they, they didn't pipe in mute. They didn't pipe in shit. They they went full bore. You know everything tonight, and it, I think it was successful. And people could nitpick that it wasn't that great a card. I, I don't. think no, It was no, about okay. it was about the audience tonight.
3: That exactly yeah. right, and that's what it was. And you know what? Just having the audience back gave it, gave the show like a different energy, man. And I was just excited to be watching it, even though. Like I said, if this was like, you know, during the Thunderdome period, right, like just a week earlier, it might have not been the greatest card, but just everything that was happening and just with the crowd, it was just brilliant, man, and the crowd were rocking all night. And, and man, well, you know, it's funny, even when Vince came out, the crowd absolutely lost their shit, you know, so. They did, they did. And they want to oh. criticize him all the time, right? Go figure
4: well you know he came out and he did the right thing he just gave uh, basically he just said where have you all been all this time or you know where have you all been and uh that was it they popped big they played his music the crowd was singing no chance in hell and they were like you know uh, that was it and he turned around and went back in it was not even seven seconds and and um And everyone said they liked it. I mean, I haven't seen people who are critics of his online saying that that was probably the right way to go, not to go out there and drain the crowd with an endless. And I think Vince also, his last couple of times out there got heavily criticized for going on and on. And he looked old and people were critiquing how he looked. And if you notice, they didn't do any close up shots of Vince. True, Um, They did. It was a distant shot camera. No close ups of Vince at all. It was watch it again. And you'll see that they used the uh, they use the far lens camera, no close-ups. So I thought that that was interesting.
3: Yeah. You know, and
4: I think you... Vince, Vince was very critical. Vince, I think Vince was aware of everybody saying, oh, he had these big like old man bags under his eyes. And he probably, probably was like, don't shoot me close. He probably told him, don't shoot me with close-ups.
3: Yeah, I agree, man, 100%. But, like, man, it was almost like he was there one second, gone the next. So it's, it's funny how you pointed that out because it was like a flash. You could you saw him come out and then he was just gone. Next, thing you know, it was Roman's music that starts hitting and and dude, you know what, man? I, I watched SmackDown last week or the week before that. I don't watch SmackDown in a while. I've heard about Roman's new entrance theme, right? But I never really heard it, and now yeah. hearing it for the first time, I don't know what to think, man. It's kind of weird, but it it's all right. But I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of in two different minds.
4: Um, no, he. Uh, he- it, his music changed a while ago it's like a new more like an epic entrance music kind of like um like a bit like almost like an old movie type of like right. adventure adventure kind of like theme like dun, 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 dun. like it's <laughs> like this big epic uh bravado type of music and they changed it a, well not a while ago but a couple of months ago and and no it's it's been there for a while now and so, so i to me i'm totally acclimated to it I, i'm used to hearing it by now I just I'm glad they changed it from the old thing because the old thing is too
3: associated with the shield true but there's something about the oomph in the shield song like I feel like with this like don't get me wrong I think I can get used to it but I feel like there's a lot of wrestlers now that are getting new entrance themes and they're all kind of similar to me dude like I don't know it's kind of weird
4: no, I, I, I think the new music separates uh, Roman. I think it's a different kind of thing, and and I, I, I would have thought they went with something a little bit more up tempo, like heavy right. guitar or something like that, or some kind of but he's not a metal guy so i can understand because people like oh he should have like this metalish kind of interest i'm like yeah the roman's not a metalhead so it wouldn't fit with his character he's not into that kind of music he's not a hip-hop guy maybe he is but we don't know but they have to keep it kind of even i don't don't think they want they want to just present him as this larger than life character i don't think they want to base it on music where cm punk was into hardcore and you know uh you know other people were into certain types of music but I think they're just trying to make it like this big epic, uh, like I said, almost like, a, it's almost like a, something you'd see, uh, you know, on a big adventure movie or something. I I can't really. Oh, I get you.
3: Like a Hollywood, sort you. of like a Hollywood yeah, Kind of a style,
4: Hollywood like, kind of thing. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like that's, it. that's what it is. I mean, you know, it's nothing that's so recognizable because actually even when Vince walked out and they started playing it, I'm like, that's Romans music, right? I'm saying in my head. I'm like oh yeah it is roman reigns because i wasn't sure at first i'm like is that Roman Reigns music and then i saw Heyman come out and roman got a mixed reaction like i he thought he yeah, was what he's supposed, that to, he's supposed to get because he's people still like him and people always like heels i mean i remember when you know uh um, sid was champion and wwe and he beat Shawn, beat up Shawn michaels and he was technically <laughs> yeah. a heel and Madison Square Garden was cheering for him. was in a Survivor Series '96? No, no. But in general, when Sid was right. the champion and right, wrestling right. on cards, he wrestled Mankind, and Mankind was babyface at that point. And Sid got total. Sid, Sid, Sid. So sometimes that doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. And even in the NWA, when they had like the Fantastic so Dynamic Dudes wrestled right, the Horsemen. Right. And I go to those matches with my brother. They'd be cheering the Four Horsemen, or they'd be, they be cheering for Cornette over the babyface team. So this has been done for a long. Everyone like puts too puts too much emphasis on oh, if they <laughs> yeah. cheer Roman, they're going to turn him good guy. I'm like, no, they're not. That's I know,
3: just the, the it's, fans. It's, it's
4: up, to, yeah. It's up to the creative people in the back. That it's not going to only Austin. They only changed Austin because he was making so many millions of dollars in merch. They had to make him a babyface. Exactly. But most times, they don't have to change it. You know.
3: No, you're right. And I totally agree with you. And he did feel like a big start tonight, man. He really yeah, did. Yeah. The way they did the camera shots as he's walking out, he did get a mixed reaction. But he did get some loud pops too. I mean, yeah, they, it was almost yeah. like a I don't want to say they were totally booing him either. It was more like that the fans went into a frenzy almost. Like booing yeah. him or cheering him. It was almost such a, just a loud sort of reaction, either like either way. I think there were fans
4: probably waiting for other f- fans to react. I think that people are probably waiting for other how other people are going to act. I mean, that's, I think a lot of people almost, I, I think I said this to you before, maybe I said it on the castle Chickie podcast to Carolyn, but, um, I almost forgot how to do my job. I forgot how to work. <laughs> like I have to go back and learn stuff again. Cause a year and a half off. I mean, even for whether it's a fan or a wrestler or someone who's doing something from a crowd, you almost right. have to get that feeling back of um how to get back into the swing of things i think it's natural for anyone. Everyone's like oh if you do something for a long time you just jump back into it that's why and we can mention this because bailey was hurt over it right um somebody i was listening to a show earlier while i was waiting for you i was uh listening to the uh off the script uh and you know he's talking about how vince Want everybody to take these preparation classes to get ready to work in front of live crowds again, Uh, especially people from NXT. I don't disagree with that because I think that it's been a year and a half and you're wrestling in front of TV screens. Now there's going to be real live people there all over the place. And it's going to be 14,000 people there it's not the same as wrestling in front of a bunch of tv screens for the past year and like a half right
3: absolutely you no know, so so
4: but people are like oh you know they don't if they already know how to wrestle it's not even yeah i already know how to book shows <laughs> yeah. but i also but i also know that some bands aren't around anymore there's gonna be new people who are taking positions of old jobs that others used to have before covid and been replaced and i gotta learn new methods now and, and meet new people it was the same thing i don't think there was anything wrong with vince saying bailey and bianca you wanted them to practice and make sure you know because it's going to be in front of crowds now uh you know we're not going to be able to, to cover up things like we did in the thunderdome uh there's going to be live you know no no cuts no edits so i there's nothing wrong with that and i thought it was weird there was like that's an insult to the wrestlers because they already know how to wrestle yeah but they also were wrestling once a week there was no house shows for a year and a half yeah, you know what i mean exactly. right. and half of them weren't on the card half of them weren't catering every week <laughs> yeah so the, so, so the story's right true right and then we we'll get that when they get in the ring they're like you know that's why look at lana she was always lost in there and looked like she was yep. lost and billy k always made mistakes Ugh. because they they weren't but they weren't getting enough ring time so i totally disagreed and i said there's nothing wrong with your boss saying listen i want you to do a little bit of training hey but i already know how to do it you haven't done it in a year and a half well yes i have but you haven't done it in front of live crowds again you got to get your timing back it's and, true you know, There's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's weird that people like, Bailey wouldn't have got hurt if she didn't have to go to practice. I'm like, come on. Anybody anybody can get hurt at any time.
3: Any time. And and in saying that, man, I'm glad you kind of brought up about, you know, the classes and all that. Because let's go back to WrestleMania for a moment. Did you see how emotional a lot of the wrestlers were getting? Yeah. And it was legit. I mean uh what's it called the the scottish psychopath whatever you want to call him the scottish warrior now whatever he is right drew McIntyre, yeah. drew mcintyre right he was practically in tears at wrestlemania because he finally was getting that moment again because he got screwed when he won the title let's be fair right in front of nobody and he was really getting over pre-pandemic then the pandemic hits he wins the belt in front of nobody
4: uh, you know, but then again, look, everybody suffered because of COVID. I mean, exactly. every, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it was, and every, everyone's got to stop doing that too. This one, everybody suffered. Exactly. You know, every, every every everybody suffered. So, and uh, you know, he, uh, you know, the one thing about wrestlers not suffering is that they still had their jobs and were making four hundred thousand dollars a year, <laughs> exactly, and, right. and working once a week. So it's like eh, loving suffering. life. They probably. Yeah, s- I,
3: they're probably yeah, hating then, that the pandemic is over now and they're back on the road
4: yeah i mean uh i think the rest is going to be happy to get back on the road now it's a no you know enough is enough that's what we we're talking about it before right. you know you being australia there's lockdown things in effect but here in america uh people you know a lot half the country's been vaccinated maybe more than half wow. and uh they can't lock you down they can't take a step backwards people aren't going to listen uh, people are going to do what you ask them to do to take precautions, but it's time to go forward. And I think a lot of people who are in, uh, and, uh, you know, from, you know, playing baseball to wrestling and soccer, everybody's ready to go back. There's no one who's like, Oh, maybe we should lock down again. You're not going to hear anybody say that. I think yeah. everyone is yeah. like, you know what we did, been there, done that. Now we got to do this. So again, year and a half was well, a long yeah. time. I was going to say a long time, year and six months on the nose uh you know, so i and i think everybody was excited tonight i haven't seen one wrestler say i don't know about going back i i, I feel <laughs> nervous about it and if they are no. they're not airing it in public i mean you know i think they all did good tonight too i mean as we go down they the did, card man. um you know the opening match obviously they opened up with a hot uh you know six six person tag with the usos and Reigns with edge and uh ray and his son who has never wrestled in front of a crowd before until tonight.
3: Oh, really? Wait, yeah. you're probably right. He did debut no, no I am right. there wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, you are. Like he, I remember when he got squashed by Les. Not squashed. It wasn't a match, but you know when he manhandled Dominic. That was in front of a crowd, but it wasn't official. But I think you're right. Well, obviously you are right. It was his first yeah. match in front of a crowd, and he did look hyped, to man. But I just yeah. feel like he's out of place though. Still, man, I can't take him seriously. You know what I mean? No, he's
4: getting again. He's young. He's still new to the business, despite. Being here for almost a year now on active TV, he's wrestling. Again, he's wrestling in front of a bunch of TV monitors, basically. I mean, because I, myself, have had enough of that Thunderdome, looking at all these unattractive oh. people in the fucking...
3: <laughs> it was, was like, it's, it's... <laughs> It was all the fucking... Uh, oh, man. No, it, that was a lot of pounds going on in that fucking... In the it's Thunderdome, not even dude. about that. It's just like dopey faces and
4: <laughs> the reactions and just... Uh, it just... I've had uh, enough, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, I mean, let's be honest, you know, wrestling is a cavalcade of characters. <laughs> and uh, the one thing we all have in common is, is uh, we love wrestling, oh, but
3: shit.
4: it doesn't mean I want to look at wrestling fans for two hours, three hours.
3: Well, it's funny that you bring that up because it's, it's like in sections. You know what I mean? We, the thing about wrestling fans, like we all can get along, like, you know, cause we've got something in common worldwide. Right. But everyone sort of groups themselves in like different categories, like you know where like the smarks, right, per se, inverted commas, right, and like you know then you've got your your you know your, your neck beards who are just totally like they think they know what they're talking about, but they just have no clue, you know what I mean? And they're the ones that kind of look a bit funny. There's just there's a whole bunch of different sort of groups, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes they all don't get along, but but today's wrestling fan base, man, is it's very uh like like you did with Chicky on the last Castle and Chicky podcast adventures. You know, like about cancel culture and shit like that, dude. They're all quick to jump on every wrestler's back for something, even if they got found innocent. Like Velveteen Dream. Look at the shit he's getting, dude.
4: Yeah, his career's over. Over. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's done. Uh, um, even if it uh, they don't, I don't think anybody cares to prove him guilty or innocent. Right. I think he's just done.
3: Cause they're done yeah. with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. he's guilty even though he's been found innocent, right? Aren't you proven, aren't you innocent until proven guilty? Isn't that how yeah, it, goes? it In
4: this country, it's supposed to be that way, but it's right. based upon more stuff is based upon rumor and hearsay than anything else. And, you know, it's one of those things you just pray that it's not you or anybody who's like a loved one of you who gets accused of that with, the lack of actual evidence and the fact that no one has ever been arrested or sued. Uh, you know, there's been no court cases, yeah. either civil or criminal. Uh, okay. But, the, <laughs> but, but, the, but the emails, the chats, oh. anybody, anybody can doctor that shit. Anybody Holy can shit. totally, you know, anybody can slop together uh, something and and do some word speak and, you know, pretend, take it out of context. Oh, so what are you doing tonight? Oh, why is he asking this young kid? What is he doing tonight? I didn't, I didn't see in that thing, Velveteen Dream, asking overly sexual questions. I didn't see that. Neither did I. I mean, I. listen, you probably shouldn't be chatting with people under, I, 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 underage people don't appeal to me in any capacity. Even dealing with them from a customer sense, no I, shit, I, de- no. I deal with all adults. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> there's no reason for me to have a 18, 19, or, or, or minor in my life. You know, those right. days, unless, unless they're related to me, and they're my nephew or my niece or something. But I, I you know, I work at twenty-one and up clubs. I don't deal with minors, um, so I, I don't know why why a grown man. And, and listen, he's not that old either. He's what 26, 27 Yeah, that's true. Right. But not but free. still old enough to know better. And I think there's no. I don't want to get off in another direction because we're talking about SmackDown. But right, right. Um, there's no reason to be online there's there's nothing good that comes from that like talking online to people because half the time you don't even know who you're talking to in the first place now nah, you're right you
3: know? man. i mean i 100 percent agree but i don't even
4: know if that guy even legitimately knew how old you i don't, I don't know if people are just playing games on each other and lying left there or... people are so uh disingenuous and dishonest no online anyway right. that uh you, you don't know what to believe so the you know it, it's if it's probably half true it's probably half false that's the way i always look at stuff online well you know i
0: no,
3: continue right
4: no no that's it
3: well i was gonna say there's always two sides to every story right so three sides well three sides even yes exactly but yeah. at the end of the day i just don't agree with the way the the fans and the cancel culture way of doing things have been treating him you know so it is what it is i mean he's yeah, it's gone. already
4: done it's too late right. he's gone you know that's gone. that's a that's another story you know that's 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 a that's a dead issue really um but tonight i think you know getting back to tonight are more positive things i think that uh, you know um the fans were there to have a good time and stuff like that and i think that uh you know now raw has got to show what they can do right. and i think that then nxt on tuesday will show what they can do and and um, but raw is next and now raw should take a look at smackdown and say you know hopefully the fans are gonna but we'll put your best team out there you know open up with a strong match like smackdown did but i i enjoyed the smackdown show again you know some people like overall average show all right it was an average show but it was a top atmosphere i'll give a for atmosphere b minus for show that's but that's fine with me
3: i yeah. agree man definitely And the atmosphere made it a good show but Anyway, um in saying that we we get into the match between yeah, like you said it was Edge, Rey Mysterio, Dominique Mysterio versus the Usos and Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns and the Usos go over with a what was it like a roll up <laughs> and for the yeah, one, two, like three?
4: Kind of a bullshit finish. But but it, again, the, you know, the heels uh uh heels take it and you know, it keeps the heat going and you know, Edge has got an intensity now with Roman and that when like edge it, dude
3: right
4: Ed, yeah yeah edge jumped roman after the match
3: which is cool uh
4: the crowd went crazy that was the loudest i couldn't even hear <laughs> michael cole true. at that point so i mean it was very loud and it wasn't piped in it was natural noise from the arena
3: oh how good does that sound right actual sound, sound great it sound great yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. How i loved it i loved it that was great see what i mean man it's like we've forgotten <laughs> how it was like we did, like. Yeah. We, did. We, we legitimately did but yeah like 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 you said i i thoroughly enjoyed the match I mean, damn, Dominic Mysterio got tossed around like he was yesterday's dinner. And like I said, it was a decent match, but what comes next, though, is what was sort of interesting. I mean, we had Sami Zayn came out, you know, saying it's all a conspiracy, and you know, it's it makes me. Laugh. I know he's been doing this for a while now, Kev, but uh, is he going to get over this man? Because he's starting to look crazy. No, I mean, he got. I thought he
4: got a good reaction. He did uh, for for a heel, and then of course, uh, you know, here comes uh, Finn Balor back, and now Which Finn surprised Balor surprised versus- me, dude. No, not at all. I think he was due to come back. I think people thought he was going to Raw, but I think That's it's better heard, from right. SmackDown. And crowd p- popped big for him, and he came back, and him and Sammy match up well, and they'll
3: have a, they'll have a good feud together. Mind you, Ma- McAfee was absolutely coming in his fucking pants, dude. When Balor was out, mm. he's got ten abs. I kind of yeah. like his energy, man. He goes he goes a bit overboard, but it's funny, man. He actually complements Cole very well, in my opinion. Yeah. But Bell will look like a million bucks. I mean, where is he going to be the the face, the top baby face of SmackDown once Edge moves aside?
4: Um, probably. I would probably say, you know, I mean, unless they again, they could change plans at any time. Probably.
3: Yeah, well, interesting. We'll see. Afterwards, we get a video package of Apollo Crews. I still don't like this Nigerian thing going on because why? I don't want to call a borderline uh, r- racist, but just we know he doesn't talk like that. Why does he have to talk like he's from Nigeria? Literally, man.
4: No, I don't think it's kind of funny. I mean, that's a it's funny, a
3: but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> You know, it's just, yeah, it is funny, no doubt about it. And if he's cool with that by all means, you know what I mean. But still, it just feels weird to me, man. But it is what it is. But next match, we get uh, why? Why is why is Knox and Shotty together instead of what happened? What happened to Ember Moon? The hope Ember Moon with Shotzi, you know how usually No, she's no.
4: She's she's, Ember Moon has been staying in NXT. They don't want her on the main roster. Right, but she
3: was teaming. She was teaming up with.
4: um Yeah, but yeah, I know. But they wanted to bring up Shotzi, team her up with Knox. Ember Moon didn't work out on the main roster, so she'll be in
3: NXT for a while. So they, they, you know, Shotzi and Knox are a regular team now. They're probably gonna get the tag team belts. Well, they were up against Tamina, who's reminding me a lot of Nia Jack. suddenly. I mean, did she just get 24-inch pythons out of nowhere, or am I seeing things? Uh, I don't know. I guess so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she had, had enough time nice. off to work out. <laughs> no, but I think she's gained a lot of weight, dude. She looks okay. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, she she looks she looks more aggressive, so I kind of like that. Well, she was teaming up with Natalia and it was a non-title match. And what do you think of? Uh, I f- I feel Liv Morgan, man, she was over like Rover tonight, man. Like it was kind of like I was shocked. Um, no, I, I wasn't really shocked. I mean, i what we what, no, but what was shocking about it? I don't really know. No, just just how over she is, man. Like I just feel like I, I would have thought Zelina might have got a. I, I know she's. I guess she's a heel, right? I just would have thought. I don't know, man. It it just sort of surprised me. Like I said, I don't watch SmackDown consistently for a while, up until the last couple of weeks, you know what I mean? So, personally, it surprised me, man. But um, Natalia Natalia can't get the sharpshoot on Knox towards the end and packages her for the pin in about three minutes. It was a short match. I mean, there's not much to really say about this, true, Kev. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, so let's move on. We get a, a women's title match between uh, Bianca Belair and Carmella. And, jeez, man, Bianca Belair is is so over too, dude. Bianca Belair was over.
4: I mean, it, um, I thought Carm- Carmella looked good. I was she never does. a big Carmella fan. Neither was I.
3: Me too. It's weird, man. I I used to hate Carmella. I don't know if she's had pl- plastic surgery or whatnot, but she looks a lot better than she used to, man. I uh.
4: She does. I like Carmella in this match. And I actually was rooting for her. Yeah, but we both knew, I guess,
3: that that wasn't. Bianca Belair is
4: okay. I'm still not taking her seriously as the champion. There's something missing with Bianca Belair. She's
3: cool. Really? And, uh,
4: yeah, there's just something missing. I don't know if she's seasoned enough. I'm just you know, she'll have the belt now. Until if a Becky Lynch comes back, she's done. But I think Becky's gonna go to <laughs> raw. Shit. But I think Becky actually will go to SmackDown because Set's on SmackDown. So if right, Becky comes right. to Becky comes to SmackDown, uh bianca Belair is in a world of trouble
3: shit and people think she's coming back at money in the bank i personally think she's not i think they'll save it for Summerslam. personally um i'm not
4: yeah i think they'd save it for Summerslam. but seth is on smackdown becky husbands and wives stay on the same brand uh bianca Belair is goose is cooked if becky comes back
3: Oof, oh man uh, yeah you probably uh, actually you are right i mean yeah. they're not going to keep becky lynch on the bottom of the card and she's probably no, still gonna be the not. the man you know no
4: and now when the live crowd's coming back they're gonna push becky to the moon and bianca bella is gonna have to give that belt up
3: oh god man well anyway uh bianca Bellet wins the match against Carmella. it was a decent match it, it was a lot better than i expected because i watched the whole thing instead of skipping through it and it went for mm. roughly about 11 minutes it was a good match it was about a c grade of a match would you say yeah I might say, uh, maybe B-. Yeah, you're probably right. I'll, I'll probably go between B and C. But, um, man, we get Chad Gable in the back talking how the Alpha Academy is getting used to having everyone be scared of Otis. And tonight, he's going to beat Cesaro and they can smell the fear. Cue Cesaro to say that all he smells is bull from Otis who beat, who beat him down as a result. I mean... What the fuck, dude? I mean, I don't know about this Otis thing. It's funny in some ways because of how serious he's trying to be, but the fact he doesn't have that beard, he looks like Yeah, a he looks
4: weird. Yeah, he looks weird. He looks weird.
3: Uh, I yeah. don't know. I don't
4: know if I can take it seriously. He looks kind of
1: weird. <laughs> it's just crazy. I- I'm
4: surprised this is working. I you know, listen, people like him or whatever, I mean, that's fine. He's okay. I'm I in- mean, you know, I I like them as the old Otis, but I understand they had to make a change. And listen, they're pushing him. He's probably very happy. They're pushing him and, you know, he's doing good. And, he, you know, he's on the, he's with this other dude and uh, the Alpha Squad or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, they're doing yeah. Okay.
3: The Alpha Academy. Yeah, Alpha Academy. Yeah, he's <laughs> doing okay. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just can't stand. I just, yeah, just looking at him, he's only got a face that a mother would love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing against yeah. him. But grow that beard back, man. Why couldn't he still have that beard? And his hair, he looks like he's thinning out. And I don't know, man. But it is what it is. He's nothing like the original Otis. But we, we, what's it called? Uh, Cesaro went over. Did he go over, actually? Or did, did it? He, um, uh, Did he go over? I thought it might have been a throwaway. I think. Um, I'm not
4: even sure, actually. I think I was on the phone there. And I, I'm not even sure who won that match.
3: Yeah, I'm not even sure. It's not even telling me the result over here. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just a schmoz in the end. Yeah, actually, I think it was because he tried to do the big swing on everybody and he couldn't do it on notice and then he got gable into it it was nothing and then we get a tony storm package like a vignette so apparently she's on smackdown from next week okay great which is a great addition because if you look at the smackdown women's roster and the way it's actually shaping up i think it's Mm -hmm. starting to look really good man it is i think it is looking pretty good so then we move on we get a segment At the back, as Edge is uh, taking out Roman Reigns earlier, but Paul Heyman talks about how Roman Reigns is going to destroy Edge, but Big E comes in. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then here is King Corbin for a video on how everything has fallen apart for him after that. Man, what's up with this fucking Corbin shit, dude? I don't don't know. This is cringe to me.
4: Uh, You know, he's uh, on hard times, and you know he's only making half a million dollars (laughs) a year, and he can't survive on little money like that. You know, yeah, he's not he's right. not doing well. He's only making four hundred thousand a year. It's very tough to get by on money like that. You know that.
3: Well, of course. I mean the guy only gets paid, I'm sure, like at least four hundred and fifty thousand, maybe even eight hundred K Well, I Corbid. mean, it's a it's a you know, he's
4: growing, you know, is he disheveled. Right. he's not he's not trying to be a baby face, he's just trying to be a different kind of hero. No, he's
3: being a dick though in many ways yeah. yeah still. He's being right. shady, he's doing right, a GoFundMe right. now, or whatever <laughs> yeah.
4: a fundraiser. So that's that's pretty funny, right? I mean, that's kinda of funny.
3: But do you feel like, I don't know why I think this, but do you think this could be some sort of punishment on him? Uh, I no, I don't think it's a punishment. I just
4: think they're trying a new gimmick. There's no punishment. People read right, like much he's got tonight. some sort of heat say, you know, what no, no, nah, I
3: don't think so. I think he's just, that's just a gimmick. It's just a gimmick. Well, <laughs> he, uh, he, he talks about how everything is falling apart for him. Things have gotten so bad that he might have to give up his house <laughs> and move in with his wife's parents. His yeah, daughter has right. to eat spaghetti in a can instead of Raju beef. He has opened a crowdfunding website and all he needs is 100K. And then Kevin Owens comes in. You know, basically Corbin's giving him shit, like how he's dressed. And not to mention how, you know, he gives him a stunner. Eh, nothing much to really say about this shit because we move on to the main event after that between Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Big E and Seth Rollins, which was a uh, great sort of quick match.
4: It was. It was a quick match. Uh, thank God, because I can't deal with, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, John. Yeah, I can't deal with it. Deal with
3: it. <laughs> John. Seriously, <laughs> you, you, you're you're that much of a fan of Rollins, right? Well, I'm not. That's the whole point. I <laughs> know. Oh, I'm just Horrible. saying that, obviously. Horrible. Why do you hate Rollins so much? I mean, I, I pretty much know this, but tell our listeners why you hate him so much. Um, I'm just not a fan. He just doesn't do anything
4: for me. I just I find this character annoying. I don't feel he connects to fans. I just feel like he's the weakest member of the Shield now.
0: Really? I, I
4: mean, he used to be number one guy. Now he's three. Distant three. Roman is clearly number one. Oh, Moxley bro, is t- Moxley's two, and yeah, Moxley's sorry. two,
3: and Rollins is three. Yeah, I'll put Moxley over uh, Rollins. Speaking of Moxley, did you oh. catch him on Dynamite by any chance this past week? No. Dude, he looks out of shape, man. I don't know if Does it's he... because he just had a you know how him and Renee picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just had a baby. Right. right. And uh and it's a girl. Yeah, he, too. Had ba- he had the baby he he had the baby? Yeah. Well, the, oh, they, no. they had the baby. <laughs> then again, uh Kev, you know, these days people are genderless, man. So oh, maybe stop. he did have the baby. I mean, come on. Oh, good Lord. It's called gender fluid, dude. You know, it's a thing. It's true. This is why I don't leave the house. (laughs) Oh Jeez, Kev, man. But anyway, man, I mean, like my point is he looks like he's lost more of his hair. He's Mm -hmm. starting to get the um, sort of the Heyman look. You understand when you see it, but he's also put on weight, dude. It's like he's got a dad bod now okay well you
4: know that's probably what i he's going for that listen i never find moxley cool either i think reigns has ended up just as i predicted five years ago the biggest star out of the three of these guys uh, i'll give you uh, that you know and it's not even it's not even close anymore i mean i don't even there's nothing for me to argue with anybody <laughs> anymore over who the top guy in the shield is do you remember
3: you know? the time we used to get so much shit dude well, years yeah, ago for for saying it you called it dude you called it years ago Everyone gave you shit for it. Now yeah, he's laughing.
4: People, people, people are stupid. They wanted him to, 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 to get rid of him. Get rid of him. He was a star. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just because he wasn't a, a heel. You don't get rid of a talent like that because he's not a heel.
1: Um, yeah, it was pretty it just, silly.
4: Again, people try to act overly smart as a wrestling fan. and They come yep. off just completely ignorant uh, of, of how things work. And again... If you are arguing from a personal perspective of "I don't like this guy, I don't like this girl, and I'm not willing to bend or alter my opinion or even meet you halfway to concede anything, let alone agree on any positivity about this person, you can't then it's not a debate and it's not a discussion, and it's not even kill. Because if you already made your mind up that you're not gonna give someone credit that you like them so, you dislike them so much. You're not, you You shouldn't be on jury duty. You shouldn't be in charge of anything. You're not a fair person. And so to me, your your opinion is irrelevant. You know, cause if you can't be fair, I mean, what did they, a wrestler? What did he do to you? You know right. why, cause you, you know, and, and I find a lot of guys and I know guys, I know guys. I know how they are. I have five brothers. I know how this is. I know the game. Roman reigns is the epitome of a guy who their girlfriends to go oh he's hot. <laughs> and that drives them nuts and so they gotta hate him because and make through the guy thing when they're so stupid because if yeah. they embraced it and say and act like they don't have any intimidation or or um, you know that doesn't bother them they don't people don't know how to play even the game with the people around them they they think uh, you know all of a sudden no he's uh, you know if you're you're gay if you like <laughs> Roman reigns, what kind of I don't even know the insult of that I don't even get that and I'm like but you like Finn Balor isn't yeah. he more gay isn't he more gayish than Roman Reigns not, not crotch, to mention the, Roland yeah Mr. Tiny Shorts with the crotch shot is the he's a, so Finn Balor's the manly man and Roman is not the manly man where, where where did you grow up you know to me Roman's the alpha and Finn Balor's the beta so it's like I I, I don't know where these guys grew up I mean again and it's not young people it's I think people, uh, it reminds me of the same people back in the day who, oh, I don't like L, because they don't like certain people if they're too much for Pretty Boy or whatever, but you're supposed to base it on their value as an overall talent. It's not that it's a cosmetic business to a degree.
3: No shit. But I think it's very,
4: I think it's just bizarre that. You know, you you can't find a redeeming quality with someone who clearly has a talent, and you're like, nope, should get rid of him. He's got he's boring. He doesn't. He's not a good wrestler. Wow. He doesn't cut a good promo. And now, guess what? He's the most exciting thing. <laughs> he cuts the best promos. He looks incredible. His wrestling has improved tenfold. Tenfold, so, right? Five years ago, five, get rid of him. And now, if they got rid of them, guess what? They wouldn't have two million viewers every Friday night on SmackDown, where Raw barely gets a million what a half. Hey, you know no and I'm saying,
3: that, no doubt about it. And SmackDown, so, make no mistake about
4: it, SmackDown is the A show now. It is the A show, absolutely the A show, and it's because Reigns is on it, and oh, and the USO and and the USOs have been elevated to major stars oh, because time. of because of Reigns and. And, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, something about me being justified because taking all that shit over the years. No, but you
3: should be justified, man. I mean, seriously. I I mean, to a degree, it
4: it feels good. And, and I think it, it it helps my reputation as a podcaster who made predictions on people who are going to be valuable down the road. I think it helps my credibility that I always stood by. You know, people could say, "I right, give Kev credit. He always stuck to his guns that Reigns is going to be that star one day. It might take a while, but he he's going to be the guy. He's never going to be the guy. You're wrong. It's <laughs> been it's been six years. It's failed. It hasn't worked. And um and now it's not only working, but it's what's keeping WWE alive."
3: Absolutely agree with you 100%, man. I was never in that fucking boat of hating on Reigns. I always knew he had it. And let's be real, man. It, it was not even his fault that he started getting this heat in the first place. No, he was given he was given shit to deal with, and you know,
4: John Cena made him look like a fucking. Oh, he fool. did that promo. Those promotions was bad, dude. But I he, mean, he here's
3: here's, from, here's my
4: here's my thing with that, and I'll say the same thing, and I don't want to get into an NXT thing, but the same thing right. with Cross. The, I don't. I think it's a bad idea for the company to. It, it's not exposing anybody. Why are you having? johnny gargano little johnny <laughs> shit shit talk your guy cross and try and embarrass him in front of the fan it's their fault it's creator's fault that any bad heat comes upon guys like roman reigns Absolutely. batista john cena whatever because what what is the insistence of having these squash guys who aren't going to do anything get the better of these bigger guys in a verbal battle i don't i don't, I don't get i don't get it Like, all right, Johnny Gargano got the best of him in verbal, but Cross destroyed him on Wednesday, just destroyed him, annihilated Mm -hmm. him. I mean, it wasn't even that much competition. I think he got in a little bit of offense and Cross crushed him. You know what I'm saying? So what was the point of Gargano? Oh, Cross, you suck. You couldn't lace my girlfriend's boots. Ha-ha, and the crowd laughs. But then Gargano goes in and gets smashed in 12 minutes. So what was the the point of that? I look like a goof, but people are still remembering, oh, but Gargano shit talk cross. I'm like, yeah, but Cross beat his ass. You know, that's like in a UFC, if Conor McGregor, <laughs> you know, gets beat up. People are like, oh well, he he didn't bag it up, he got his ass kicked tonight. But in wrestling, they continue to harp on the fact that Oh, Adam Cole got the better of Cross. I'm like, yeah, but who's oh. the fucking champ? Who's the champion, Cross? Exactly, exactly. Who's undefeated, Cross? Yeah. Who's the star, Cross? So I don't get how he got the better. But the WWE makes the gets this stupid minds of some yeah. of these marks in WWE fan base to uh, turn on a guy that they're trying to push, and I don't understand that they did it to Reigns back in the day. They did it to Batista. They're doing it to Cross now, and I don't I don't know if it's Bruce. I don't know who's doing this. Like I, I I don't get it. You're supposed to make Cross and Reigns and uh, Cena and Batista look cool. You're not supposed to make them look like a fool. Yeah. I, I don't get that. I don't do, get you,
3: that. do you re- do you really think that they're making uh, Cross look sort of? Yeah, bad? I think they are. And some
4: people are like, oh, you know what it is, Kev. They're probably putting him to the test to see if he could take it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about all you that. But again, you can never uh, put a
3: past them. Though, let's be real, man
4: that might be the case, but I think that's dumb to do that on national television. Why don't you see if he could take it on doc matches? You know I mean? Why don't you see if he could take it in stuff that's not fucking advertised right. and see if he could do it on. Behind- I just feel that, uh, you know, Adam Cole talked all this shit to oh, cross yeah. and nothing came of it and cross beat him. Johnny Gargano talked all this <laughs> shit to cross. Nothing came across beat him. So what, but now all people remember is that Adam Cole embarrassed cross. Why? Cause but he cross- called him overrated. But it, again, overrated for what the exactly. WWE, is the one who's pushing him. So it's WWE's agenda. It's not exactly. the wrestler's agenda. So it's it's like an ass backwards mind fuck thing. Like I can't figure out what anybody creative's like. You know, across, go out there, and, and Cole's gonna throw a water bottle at you. And it's gonna hit scarlet, <laughs> the and then you're not you're just gonna stand there in the ring and not do anything about it. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing to this guy? This guy should be going out there and making Adam Cole eat that water bottle. No you know what I'm shit. saying why, why is he standing there taking abuse from this 5 foot 7 guy? <laughs> Literally five foot 7. I mean, I don't get it, man. I don't get and I don't say anything to cross about it like because you know I'm, I got a good relationship with him right, but right. I, I'm always thinking like dude, why, why are they doing that to you? I I mean, yeah, I get to re- I get that you get your revenge in the match and you get your hand raised in victory that's right. your revenge. But it Seems to me that, like, when The Rock laid the smackdown on people, he at least got to shit talk them before he beat them in the ring. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Cross yeah. is not getting the ver. Cross is not getting his comeuppance verbally, but I think what they're like, well, look, his actions speak louder than words. Yeah, but did that work for Roman Reigns for for 6 years? Roman Reigns struggled with that. Exactly. I don't and want I don't struggling. want to see Cross I don't want to see Cross go through what Reigns went through. That's basically what yeah, I'm saying.
3: Yeah, because they start second guessing themselves and even Reigns yeah. during that period looked like he was second guessing himself. He, he was. He looked he looked
4: like, you know, sometimes in the ring he didn't look lost, but he looked like how do I get out of this, you know? Hey yeah, and- man i think that's unfair for the crowd to go well if you want to be the big star you got to get yourself out of this i'm like oh Oh, calm calm down he's 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 not a goddamn fireman you know i mean like rescuing people it's a fucking wrestling it's a it's a scripted wrestling show like you're acting like he's getting up in the bottom of the ninth in the yankees (laughs) and he's about to hit a home run i mean this is not real so i I think that's but it's crazy bro it's crazy yeah i think it's weird when fans say well you know Uh, you you know you want to be the big star this is what's going to happen i'm like eh, i don't know to me in the movies they protect people they don't make stallone do his own stunts and then get hurt they protect the star so i'm like i don't know why they're not protecting cross more and i'm concerned about him going to the main roster not getting buried but uh, not get but not i don't know what you're saying being the cool over character they certainly let austin austin got the best of everybody back in the day
3: absolutely man austin was
4: very rarely embarrassed
3: very rarely did anybody embarrass i Steve can't himself. really remember a time other than when he was a heel if you want to call it embarrassed
4: no when he, when he um you know when they got embarrassed one time when uh dx held him down remember i think dx was uh like slapping him around and china was slapping him oh, in the face yes, like they, yes. they, they, he's gotten jumped before like he got jumped yeah. by the nation of domination one time yeah he, he he's been jumped by but 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 there's the key he was jumped by four or five people that's yeah. the key reigns yeah. is getting shown up by johnny gargano it's like come on man what is, what is and again, Gargano just got destroyed. But all people are gonna remember is Gargano telling him he sucks and that he can't wear his wife's boots. That's all people remember now, and that's a shame. And
3: you know, that's what's crazy, man. Because today's fucking shit. The way everything is with the fan base, the the like the product in itself. Like we know WB. We've heard you know rumblings that WB do this fucking weird shit. For whatever fucking reason, I don't know if it's ego, if it's whatever the fuck it is, you know what I mean? People, you know, they like to keep people walking on eggshells, like they say, and that's, there's a lot of truth to that, right? But, but it's stupid. This business, you're meant to make money, right? The promoter promotes other wrestlers, for them to make money, I get it, is a multi-billion dollar company, but... It's like they don't give a shit anymore. You know what I'm saying? They don't care if they want to fucking put you down or if they want to push someone to the fans don't want to push, they'll do whatever they feel like it, you know? And this Nick Khan guy, who's come in and absolutely cleaned the house.
4: Yeah, I, again, I, I can't figure it out. And I that's why I can understand people's frustration with the booking. And people will use the word buried. I, I was on a chat just like i said i was waiting for you to set up and stuff i was on right. youtube in a chat and i was i said a lot of people like to use that word buried and I, does anybody <laughs> even really know what it means
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's not. funny because
4: you know losing one match on tv is not buried you know it's it's a of yeah, cave thing that, it's buried it's, it's <laughs> stupid it's a dumb thing i i, I want to re-educate the wrestling public uh you know and even the boys in the locker room and talking to wrestlers like i exactly. do exactly uh, like, they too, bro but they are even like what's with the fan base always telling about this one's buried that one and no nobody's buried like it's like what, what is that what is that the hot new word that people use now i'm like i think so <laughs> i think <laughs> I, I i think it's like a hip word or something
3: right.
4: you, you know? absolutely man I so know. what, what happened what happens when like you're on the outs with your girlfriend and she stops like texting you back is she burying you like what is that <laughs> she's is that burying you bro <laughs> Yeah, she's burying you. Yeah. Totally
3: fucking no selling you, man.
4: Yeah, I, right, right. So when your parent, like if you go to a, you know, a during Christmas and you only get one <laughs> gift instead of like five gifts, so that your is your family burying you at Christmas? Like, is that a message sent to you that you're not, you're not over anymore at Christmas? You're not like, over, right. You're not over. So you only get one oh, gift shit. this year. That's it. I mean, everyone wants to always think that there's these sinister plans behind somebody doing something um like that and listen there's paranoia and podcasting like that too i mean oh my god when certain things don't happen and stuff and people are like you know oh, so, someone's trying to sabotage me or oh. someone's trying to but, which is <laughs> another word for bury me <laughs> and, and 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 the same thing with uh you know uh, things that happened to me on my old part i wasn't burying anybody what i was doing was telling my feelings on how i felt right. burying somebody that's talking shit about someone who was shit talking me i was just basically giving it back but that's not burying. burying someone is like i want to make sure this guy never works again in the industry that's <laughs> burying saying someone's a dick is not burying
3: someone no man you no. know
4: if All you're right. acting like an asshole you're an asshole or, or saying uh you know hey listen uh, you know i i can't use you tonight on on the shift i gotta give you the night off i'm not burying you i don't have any work for you
3: <laughs> yeah it's no, as so, it. so, simple as
4: that but people think there's a sinister plan. Oh, this is just the beginning of me uh, not, not getting uh, people uh, not listening or people. I noticed my podcast numbers are down. Someone must be burying me to oh somebody. My God. Nah, man. You, you, First of all, I think you bury yourself. I think most exactly. people bury themselves and by their actions, you know?
3: Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that part up because that's the thing what podcasters don't understand. Like they think like they're, they're huge stars yet they go online. And absolutely trash like you know, fans or what or whatnot, you know, just the risky community, and then you wonder why you got less numbers.
4: <laughs> well, I think it, you know, again, I think the worst thing, and it's funny because there's guys who I, I don't think they even understand what street smart means. I even tried to explain to someone who I had a problem one time with. That street smart is like you, you're not. You're so not street smart that you're not even understanding what street smart means. Street smart is knowing you can be great production. You know sound. You know mixing. And there's no offense to producers because you're a producer too. Right. But oh, that, that's great. It's great. It's right. So no, it's right. It's a skill. But right. you know, what's also a, what's also a skill is knowing how to read people and read the room. No and shit. some people, some people who are great technically are very bad as far as uh, dealing with the general populace on a human level. And they don't read the room properly. So they go off and they say things and they act. I'm smarter than you mentality. And the worst thing you can do to people is dumb them down where you, that it's one thing for someone is why say, Hey, you know, guys, I'm watching wrestling since 79. I'm just coming at you from 41 years experience. (laughs) Now, if I say it that way, it's cool. But if I just dismiss you and go, Jim, you don't know anything. You're 17 years younger than me. or 16 years. You don't know. I, I was around more than you. I know WBF. You don't. You know, <laughs> end of story. I don't know how you keep fans when you talk to people like that. Because I've never talked to my fan base like that. No, I've, I mean, and, and if I've gone at it with someone, it's someone who tried to insult me. But as far as a difference of, uh, uh, difference of, of opinion, opinions. Right is no problem at all it's like i ah, i like i like hogan you like warrior i like macho man you like demolition it's like yeah you yeah, know whatever right, yeah, there's I, nothing I'm, wrong but when someone is like i'm smarter than you or someone puts the laugh emojis when they're responding to you, they're <laughs> cracking you that cracking themselves up i like, i hate that i have like <laughs> Thanks a for telling of about me that. it's it's no but it's just like a dumb thing to do when so when you're having a legitimate i'm talking about a legitimate disagreement i'm not talking about like
3: nonsensical stuff online yeah because i do it i'm guilty of that for the you know no no i'm not talking about you i'm
4: talking about when you're having a heated (laughs) argument with somebody yeah i i you know if to me a 50 year old who's sending back emojis it's like you know, really, you know, it's weird, I, 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 yeah, it's weird to me. Yeah. It's really strange. And I just think people don't know how to read the room. And I think that's a problem with a lot of podcasters. Is they they don't have any people skills anymore. They lost them somewhere along the lines of just being some social media expert, but they <laughs> forgot how to talk to people. You know, someone asked us a question last night on uh, Castle Chronicle, Canty Chronicles, right. um, a fan wrote in and said uh, that he read an article about how um, – Generation X, uh, 40, 50 something year olds are admitting to having a hard time in social settings with people because they're so acclimated to being online, especially during COVID that they're almost forgetting how to socially interact with people again i'm wow. like oh okay i may have, have to take a crash course on rebooking people and doing bookings again <laughs> but i have no problem talking to anybody on the phone on a zoom call one-to-one person to person i don't need to brush up on my communication skills <laughs>
0: can at all vouch. I,
4: can vouch I for that. that that's weird though to me it's like People are starting to, you know, since they're working from home, they, they become so like, uh, you know, oblivious of how to communicate old school way with other people. I'm like, oh, God, that's horrible. Uh, imagine that picking up your phone and going, I can make a call with this device. <laughs> like I can actually listen to a voice. I I can call somebody. I mean, strange. that's what it, I mean, that's what it reminds me of. It's like that you look at your phone and go, oh, yeah, I can make a call on this device. <laughs> It's like, oh, I, I don't even know. Like, do I dial one first? I mean, I don't even remember. And that's, that scares, that scares scare me. That is scary, dude. No, dude, if that's help. the case, I, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. I'm never going to meet anybody if True. that's the case. I'm going to be by me. myself for the next 40 years.
3: You're doing the right thing, man. I'm telling no. you. No, I'm I didn't say I'm doing
4: the right thing. I said I'm going to be forced to be single. I didn't,
3: I didn't say I'm going to be happy about no, it. But, oh, well, <laughs> that's that's no. a different thing altogether. But And that's what's bizarre, man. And going back to the wrestling reference, Wrestling is the most unique fucking thing, man, because, like, um, we've spoken about this probably off the air, but it's not quite Hollywood, but it's not quite sports, it's sports entertainment, whatever the fuck it is, yet, universities have tried to break it down, why fans are the way they are towards professional wrestling, and it's actually quite interesting, dude, like, it it's interesting because it's the only thing where people care too much about the aspect of everything when it comes to pro wrestling right Right. is it weird are we the most weird type of fan base on the planet or you know what i mean yeah definitely i mean listen wrestling fans i've said
4: this before too uh could be the the biggest loyalist biggest long-term or lifer type of absolutely it's a great fan base to have because they're so fucking loyal and dedicated but on the flip side and the and the dark side of uh fandom could be so unhinged by something that happens in wrestling that it bleeds over to how they behave in real life and how they conduct themselves in social settings and uh by being disrespectful even today a guy wrote me on the side and started off (laughs) nice and then uh started basically questioning my intelligence i like really in in a in a disrespectful in a personal message you wouldn't put it on faith because people my fans are going to defend me if he wrote it in public but um he, you know, and he's like, dude, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. I'm like, look, dude, again, now that you said that, I can't continue this conversation. So I wrote you back once. Now I'm going to just tell you to go fuck yourself. So yeah, he's like,
0: like
4: he's like, no, he goes, uh, no, because you're, you're what you're saying, I go, I know what I'm saying. Don't tell me." And I go, and if, if that's the stupidest thing you ever heard, <laughs> by the way, the stupidest thing he ever heard was um, because I was telling him, that the reason people he's big Goldberg fan, I guess this kid was like my Goldberg. And, (laughs) and he was telling me how Goldberg was more valuable than Sting. And I said, the reason that Sting is more beloved and liked is Sting came into wrestling the old fashioned way. He worked the territories. He worked his way up. You know, he was liked in the locker room. He was liked on the outside by fans. He is a go-to guy in the locker room. He is a guy who nobody has a bad thing to say about and Goldberg has a bad attitude. Was not liked in the locker room. He hurt Bret Hart, put Bret Thanks. Hart out out for his career. I go. A lot of people still. Goldberg has heat with a lot of people. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I do know what I'm talking about. And then he told me that's the stupidest thing I've heard. I'm like, what? if that's the stupidest thing you ever heard, what facts are the stupidest facts, thing you ever right. heard? Of? He did so, hurt Bret Hart. I, he goes, well, Bret Hart was couldn't
3: wrestle anyway. I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty man, hot, dude, one of the best ever. Like t- I said, t- dude.
4: And and he's like, oh, so for an accident, uh, the the whole uh, everyone hates him. I'm like, I didn't say everybody hates him. He wasn't liked. And also he said in interviews, That he never watched wrestling. He didn't care about it. It was a gig, it was a job for him. And Sting was in it for fucking wrestling. And he worked the terror. Sting has never been out of it. He's never even, he's never really retired. Right. You know, Goldberg comes and goes and collects a big paycheck and he doesn't give a shit and he doesn't put anybody over. Yeah, he lost to Drew McIntyre, big deal. You know, yeah, he lost to Braun Strowman but other than that he's not there to mentor anybody. Where Sting <laughs> is mentoring Darby Allen and exactly. he's an AEW and, he, and he's taking Darby Allen under his wing. Goldberg just go to he, go he's got to he take takes plane he's out. He's not even hanging around the boys, doesn't go out to dinner with anybody. And people don't like that. And that was the reason Warrior got a rep like that. The, the fans they don't understand, you know, oh, what's business? I'm like you have to like wrestling a little bit. I mean, you if you're in a profession that's like me saying, I totally do podcasts for money. I don't like talking to any of you guys. I come on here and I fake it. And I, you know, I, I cringe when I get off the air. I, I actually do, but, um, but you can't, if you have disdain for your profession, people are not going to be like uh, consider you some sort of icon in that profession because you didn't like being there. And if you don't like being there, the fan base can't get behind you and that's what i was trying to explain to this guy and instead he's right. steady, going crazy like Then explain to me why Goldberg had so many fans and he was the champion. And I was like, because he was over at a period of time, but that time has passed. I go, his heyday was 97 and 99. (laughs) This is 2000. This is 2021. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, that's like telling me that, you know, Madonna was like hot in 1995. I'm like, yeah, but today she's not. You know, Today it's all about, it's all about, you know, other, other artists. It's not about her anymore. You know, and it doesn't have to go away and die, but it's 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 they had their day and now that's right. they can still be in the field, but they're not gonna there's other younger people coming along. That's the process of life. You know, that's why when you get out of the ring and you retire, you could be an agent, you can be, you know, a, a town scout, you can work at NXT, you could be a trainer. That's the cause and effect of, of life that you know, this is this is the cycle of life you can't be in the spotlight forever it doesn't matter if you still look good for 70 that that's you're, oh, still, 70. you're exactly. still 70 you're still 70. you know because I, I why are young people more afraid of aging than people our age why are like 22 yeah. year olds so preoccupied about True. someone who's 53 being finished or chris jericho uh, if he wrestles another five years why does a 20 oh, year old care about that
3: i fucking hate you know? hearing that and you know what's funny about those type of fans they will tell you themselves that actually are new fans. Like, AEW has actually managed to bring in new fans. Maybe not many, right? Yeah. But I have come across ones that were pretty much fans for, like, you know, three to four years. And suddenly they're into, like, your Bucks and your Kennys. And, like, are really into it. And they just back, you know, AEW, like, full steam ahead, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man, today's shit is just weird, like, the fans are weird, podcasters have gotten weird, even, everybody's <laughs> like, weird, everyone's Everybody. weird, yeah, it's just a bizarro time to be living on this planet, we need to harden the fuck up, people, <laughs> seriously, like, Jesus, man, we need to, like, have some sort of fucking backbone, everyone's a bitch these days, Kev, I mean, no offense to any of our listeners, but god damn it, man. No, no, none of our listeners are bitches. No, none of our listeners are bitches. Yeah, yeah, but that's... I'm just saying though, like it's it's just become such a victim, you know, me, 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 fucking type of generation. And I don't know, man, I'm sick of this bloody planet, Kev. It's it is what it is.
4: Well, it, you know,
3: everyone wants
4: to be right, you know, but of it, it, I think I think it's much more admirable when you could admit that, hey, I might be wrong and. Maybe I'll change my opinion. Maybe I'll meet you halfway and I'll agree to disagree. But everyone thinks that, you know, they have to leave off in a disagreement with you by insulting you. And I, I don't get how you walk away from that feeling good about that because you had to kind of go low to get your point across. And if you do that every time, you're not going to have a lot of friends. You're not going to have a lot of uh, people who are going to want to work with you because if you're such a you know, unhinged over things like wrestling i i don't know how you get by in real life unless it's right. just an app people just put on an act online and i get that i mean i even i even like you know I, your people's gimmick online is to act like you know uh some smart ass or some snarky person there's no way you can talk to people like that in real life there's just no, no way. Man. i mean you wouldn't, looked- you, you wouldn't have all your teeth <laughs> Yeah, exactly you'd be eating him like literally but do that at my job. I mean, you have to face. I have to face bands. I have to actually see them. I can't like be like, "Well, fuck <laughs> you," and pack up your shit and get out of here. I mean, like, all right, well, I'll see you on Saturday. And say to my <laughs> so I mean, that's. But there's no cause for me to talk to anybody like that. I wouldn't no, do I that anyway. Even if I could get away with it, I wouldn't do it anyway. it's not in my nature to do that. But uh, that's true. Um, but that's why I see these people online. It just you'll even try and keep it civil, and then they come back and. Uh, call your names and i'm like what, what what are you doing here like where are we going with this you know what i'm saying like what, what, are, what are we doing here so um yeah i mean i could see it's frustrating i mean i have a friend by the way this has nothing to do with anything but i mean it, in, in a way it plays into like you said like people being sick of stuff what wow. a, a, a very very well-known podcast uh entertainment podcast interviewed famous bands and movie actors and stuff and he's calling a day announced today that he's shutting the show down and wow just doesn't like the toxicity of social media and the whole fact I'm that blaming. he has to post and he's always got to monitor his youtube chat comments because they might insult the guest and then the guest uh gets on him that he had on the show because he's supposed to like you know uh monitor the chat right it's just it's not worth it it's just annoying and it, you know, this, this trollish behavior that goes on when they interview these certain people and people who invaded and spam the chat room. Just, he got sick of it in four years and he's tired of it. And he had a successful show. I mean, he interviewed like big name stars. And uh, yeah, he's quitting. That's it. He's like, I'm, I'm shutting down all my social media platforms. It was a good run, four years. And people are like, really, dude? Oh, don't let him get to you. He goes, nah, they already got to me that I don't want to do it anymore. Well, and it's not shame, even man. him. They're not attacking him. They're just making his channel and his life miserable. Uh, just to, to be dicks, and he's tired of playing YouTube cop, and Jeez. and it's it, and I don't blame him. I know, I don't know how JD does it. I don't know how Jason <laughs> does it. Um, you know, I'm not on that big platform like they are. But um, you know, I was on it with Anthony, and and right. he took care of that. But um, again, I don't I don't blame him. And I I, I said that shows you that pe- some people are just fed up. You know, it's not worth it. The money, the, the little money that's made is not worth it. It's not worth it.
3: Yeah, man, you just gotta have tougher skin, like you know. I try. To it's not even to- about you know? having
4: tougher skin. I don't. I don't even think it's about having tougher skin. Really? I think it's no. It's not, nothing to do well, with, t- with
3: tougher people skin. People are doing that for attention, to be honest. Anyway, even what what you were getting just before with that troll fan, whatever, right? He's just doing that to get attention, dude. But you can't even trust him. They'll take screenshots and then fucking share it out there just to get a name and boost their own fucking i, I hope he,
4: i hope he took a screenshot when i told him to go fuck his mother i hope he told <laughs> did but, you but um
3: oh, yeah shit.
4: What's i mean what's gonna happen to me nothing so it's oh, like right but but you know again i think if you're not enjoying something and if, again if you're miserable doing something you don't want to do it then you shouldn't do it and you certainly shouldn't do it because you have to save face in front of a bunch of strangers
0: yeah, what do you care that, what anybody
4: what anybody, what, what, what anybody thinks i mean exactly it's not real life i mean once i shut this computer off and i shut my laptop down and i close the lid down on it at night i'm pff, i am completely out of it yeah i'm yeah. i'm, I'm, I'm don't know what's going that's so why when i go back on at 7 8 a.m in the morning i'm off line for eight hours and i can see all this nonsense went on when i was there and i'm like so glad i wasn't even on to see this oh you know, yeah, kev yeah. did you see this kev see i'm like no dude i was sleeping or i was you know hanging out in my backyard i wasn't even online i what what's going on i don't even know what's going on Dang, so it's dude. like and then again I, I, how about something good is going on tell me Wrong. something <laughs> yeah. fun is going on that's why is true, it always something man. bad is going on online even in <laughs> wrestling, someone's dead in wrestling. Like, we can get into Paul Orndorff. Oh, you know? yes. Shit. Well, but it's good to segue. Right. Yeah. Great I segue. mean, I, I'm waiting for someone to say something good is going on in wrestling. So, it's every time you lie, it's let's be honest. Most of the news we cover is bad news. You know, yeah, it's isn't true, that funny man. that we cover mostly right
3: bad news? All, the, the, all the dirt sheets and all that shit? Man, it's all let's be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all fucked up. The wrestlers hate it themselves and segueing into like Paul Orndorff, I mean, didn't you guys have a feud with him back in the day or something like that? <laughs> Paul? No, we never had a problem with Paul. No, I, some... no, I didn't.
4: No, I, I wasn't part of any of that stuff.
3: Okay, I thought there was some sort of beef. Not no, like I don't the think he had a time. No, no, I don't think so. Or the Matt Hardy times. Remember those days, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think yeah, You destroyed him back then. <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, I wasn't even, I got dragged into that and so did my brother, but you know, <laughs> I it is what it good is. Good old
3: days. Nah, man. They were actually great times. I won't lie. But in saying that, man. Like, R.I.P. to Paul Ondoff, Mr. Wonderful, man. I I think, I don't want to call him underrated because I feel like he doesn't get enough appreciation for what he's done for this business, you know what I mean? He he was great as I was growing up, you know what I mean? Seeing Mm -hmm. him, he was one of the first wrestlers I I got to know, you know what I mean? Not in real life, just on television, you know, just watching wrestling when I first got into WWF back in the 80s. And man, it's a shame. I know he's been sick. He was sick for years, right? He had cancer, I think.
4: He was cancer and then he was remission and then he got dementia. I mean he had oh, all the different really? health problems and stuff. Yeah. I mean, listen, Paul was on steroids back oh, in the day, you know, time. and growth hormone, but um he's lucky to have lived to 71 most yeah. you know warrior mr perfect rick rude all died in their 40s and 50s paul got to be over 70 71 right. so he's very fortunate actually
3: he's lucky man just like Jake. The one of the last
4: machine. one of the last of those guys well jake roberts was on steroids jake roberts no, had the no, no, but, he's time.
3: but look how many drugs he does and he's yeah still alive, that's true man. well you get, sometimes
4: you get lucky i mean you said right. look at keith Rich, keith richards of the rolling Stones true. is still alive true, you know true um sometimes you get lucky you know johnny rotten of the sex pistols is still alive
0: true that. Uh,
4: after all the shit he used to do back in the day um so sometimes you get you get lucky you know scott hall's still alive <laughs> true um,
3: shit You're yeah alive.
4: i mean it's, it's like it's luck. sometimes it's better to be lucky than good you know it's better to be lucky than, than be healthy You're be
3: lucky. right right
4: you know um you know sometimes you just lady luck is not on your side or they just that you're not meant to be on this planet very long listen if we were all i always I, i've talked about this i think one time with uh chicky where off the air uh that um would you want to know when you're born can you imagine when you're born as a baby i don't think anybody's ever said this kind of uh stuff before but uh, you think saying, about this
3: are you asking if when I know no you, my you, trip no no, the no, no no
4: when you're born as a baby and right, your right, parents right. you you're told by the doctor can tell your lifespan oh, how long buggy. you're going to live no no I'm not I'm saying if you could right. would you want to know and I would no. say I wouldn't want to know because you would never be able to live your life normally. What if it says no you die, way. getting to by a car at age 15? What if it oh, says you that. get cancer at 31? What if it says you drown on your honeymoon when you're 46? Shit. I'm saying when you're born, can you imagine if there was a expiration date on your life, basically? And it would be like, oh, you're going to live to be 88. Oh, great. You know, all right, great. I'm going to go out there and tackle life. Imagine they you you gonna live to be eleven. You know, uh, so that. that's what I'm saying. You never know that's the part of life. I I look at old pictures with my friends yeah. uh that I grew up with, and I'm like, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. And then me and one other guy are still I, there. I and yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing. And you could say, Well, you know, and it's not all drugs or illness. I mean, one of I have friends who were murdered. I have friends a friend yeah, who walked had... in on a walked in on a robbery and was shot. no shit. Yeah, walked into a a, a, a we call store 24s here they're also okay. like 7-11 like
3: 7-11 right yeah yeah
4: and he was he was killed in an in a armed uh thing because he tried to stop it and he That's got shot sad,
3: man so i mean yeah i mean
4: things can happen to anybody you 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 don't know i mean i i i the same thing i i will tell james hey we'll go here and there and, or next month we'll do this will there be a next one you you assume life goes the way it's supposed to go every day it's true but it, because if you overthink that you're not going to make you're gonna not going to be you're obsessed yourself, on it basically you're gonna right you're going to give yourself a heart attack or a right. aneurysm or a stroke but uh the, the point being is that you know the wrestlers expiration dates is so it, it's been so obvious to us right. that they don't make it very long so That's 71 true. is actually a good rot for a wrestler and not for nothing in general look my father died at 71 so 71 is familiar to me i wish my father was around another 10 years of but
3: course,
4: right. um at least it's not 35 you know like brian 37 right, yeah right right i mean 71 you lived your life right you're a retirement happy. if i thought right. it 71 i'm happy man <laughs> you know what i mean well yeah i mean i'm sure people won't be happy about know, it of you, course but, no, you, but, but, you know uh, uh. maybe maybe one of your co-hosts on other shows but other than that <laughs> i don't know i'm just kidding but uh <laughs> <right>. <laughs> But uh well Chickie already plans to have the Chicky show if I if I pass away, so that's okay. <laughs> um and then Trez has the Trez show. So they've already figured <laughs> they've already figured out to just get rid of K C and Kevin Castle. Uh so I'm glad that they prepared for that. Uh, shout outs um, to both of them. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to all them. Um but yeah, I mean anything can happen anytime, but you can't worry about that. So again when people are shocked about wrestlers pass away to me like new ja- like every week it seems like yeah, uh, new, like new my our lips to god's ears tomorrow we can wake up and another yeah, wrestler will be dead
3: it's true man especially yeah. like this year and, and last year, but especially this year man has been brutal it feels like every right. second week there's been a wrestler that's actually passing away i mean right. look at terry funk even apparently he's got dementia and knock on but wood. He, he's 74
4: years old right I mean, exactly it, this happens i people I, again I, I've gotten more acclimated to not being cold about it or insensitive. I, I totally
3: understand where you come from, but like being like, like accustomed yeah, to it almost a,
4: accustomed. Yeah, right. accustomed, and and it's to me, it's like no surprise, you know, like all the, especially Terry Funk, all the yeah. chair shots and and the, oh, the no, no doubt. exploding death matches and fireworks blown up near your head and all this, this shit is gonna take a toll. Listen. All right. I'm sure Mick Foley right now is biting his fucking fingernails oh, in the next. Fuck
3: yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You know? No doubt about it, man. I mean, look at the oh, yeah. shit he was doing. And it's true, man. Mick Foley's
4: probably looking into a mirror when he sees Terry Funk. And listen, oh. it might happen sooner for Foley because he was doing it at a lot younger age than Funk did it. Absolutely, you know? man. Absolutely. This, this, I mean, yeah. This is what it is. This is what it is, man. Really, you know? Sometimes people take over risks when they're younger because they don't think of the ramifications of what they get older. Right. And listen I, again, you know, it's so funny. When, it's like you you smoke, right?
3: Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, but yeah, you are a smoker, right? <laughs> yeah. but,
4: but my father was the same way, and by the time my father quit when he was sixty, no shit, it was too, it was too late. It was too late. Right. Damn. Right. So next ten years he had emphysema before he got the uh, really? you know uh, esophageal cancer. Yeah. Shit. So, you know, and my father's like, I might as well keep smoking. I mean, I'm you know, terminal now. I, might I well. can
3: understand where he's coming from, though. Yeah
4: and, and yeah, and a couple of times, I know he probably did sneak a cigarette. A couple of times. More than a couple of times.
3: You, c- you couldn't have blamed him, though, man. I no, mean, no, was like, no I would did. have done the same thing, man. Esophageal you know? cancer is
4: incurable, and we, yeah. we, just thought he, we just thought he would live longer than he did. He right. came to it a lot quicker than we thought he would. Um, but... Again, point being would they stop? If you can go back in time and tell 16 year old Joe, hey, look, you know, don't do this because you know 40 years from now you're gonna pay. you know what you're gonna say as a 16 year old, that's a lifetime away. I'm, I'm not true. worried about that right now. It's so fucking And true. guess what you, and you turn around and then you're 45.
3: Fuck, and that's what it feels like with me, dude. It's and I'm true, about man. to hit 40 like in, in like a year and a half, you know what I'm saying? And that's a shocking, it's shocking for me. Cause think back to when you were in your twenties, early twenties, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, you'd ask your friends or your friend would ask, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years back then 10 years felt like an eternity just to turn 18 and into 21 felt like an eternity and again. now once you hit your 20s 10 years feels like one year it's true i mean again i i, I yesterday
4: i had my 50th birthday party last party i had or last wow. big gathering I had. it's been three years already and uh it went by that quick you know and and uh again you know you think you got all the time and i still do i still think i have all the time in the world of course. and i and That's i really right. and i you know i i i, I really don't but um, To me, it's just like you try. You don't think about stuff like that, you know. But you got to think
3: about it to a degree because, no, you then, do, yeah, of course, right? You and, know, and you, you you do you do you
4: try to better, you know, right the ship. You know what I mean?
3: No, I agree a hundred percent because even in me, with me, it plays on your mind here and there. But and the more you think about it, like you said before, it does. It will drive you nuts. So I try to just not think about it. But, but that just shows how delicate and how you know you here one second, gone the next. Man, it can just you know, it's 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 amazing man but life is beautiful though and you know we just i guess you know we're blessed every day that we're still on this goddamn planet man
4: uh to a degree
3: sure well yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? that, right, right now it. people people
4: are like it was a wrestling show and now it's a uh a, a, a life advice show it was a wrestling well show, it's called
3: smack I, talk all right we're talking
4: yeah, smack, a, literally. A, <laughs> literally that's sure it is smack talk but um getting back to, to mr Wolf, uh, to paul ondorf i right. mean I, I gotta say i was probably i was pretty hard on his son uh, last night on k and t chronicles because i didn't really know what this kid kid he's a grown man he's 40 years old but <laughs> yeah. uh like what his um what his mo was uh, trotting his father out there on camera. i didn't like when he put his father on camera a couple of weeks ago when he was in the hospital and kind of drooling all over himself and so really i, just I never was, saw that no, I didn't like it. Well, they took it down. He took it down. Oh shit! But he said, but now he explained on Hannibal TV. Hannibal, I got to give Hannibal credit. He has a lot of good guests on there,
3: and he, he does got, lately. He has been.
4: He does. He's like the number one guy in interviewing wrestlers. Um, you think so? Yeah, he is. He's he's easily number one. I would probably say him and Chris Van Vliet, but Chris is yeah, more. Chris it's Van Vliet, but, but 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 Hannibal's interviews are a little bit more hard nosed than uh, Chris's. Chris are more entertainment and upbeat. Yeah, up yeah, yeah. Upbeat like. happy happy stuff you know but uh where Hannibal kind of really gets into some stuff and really just lets them roll and i mean um and i don't know if chris vanville would have interviewed travis i don't know if that would have worked with his format but so you know he comes on and i I just i don't know he had kind of a a shifty look to me but he was explaining that he put his video of his father out there to explain elderly care abuse that was going on in the facility that paul was (sighs) at but The video didn't really tell the story of that. It just looked like he was showing everybody what happens when you have dementia. And it it was never really explained till today that he was doing it to fight back against the the bureaucracy, bureaucracy that's going on in the hospital with the red tape of letting Paul be taken by family members where Paul can go and live out his final days or months or weeks at home. They wanted to keep him in this facility. And Travis was convinced that, Paul was being abused by some of the staff and he explained that on Hannibal TV if anybody goes to watch it you'll go watch it for yourself his excuse to me was valid and kind of didn't make sense at the same time you got to kind of dissect it because he didn't explain like if he wasn't on Hannibal we would never know that what he meant he should have probably explained it better when he released the initial video uh, because a lot of people thought what an asshole son you know putting his poor father on because I, I think at this point in life, you know, people say when they put videos of their sick family members on and someone captions it, this is cancer, this is dementia. Uh, hello, McFly. We all <laughs> deal with Ill- almost, there's not one family that I know. And dare I ask you or, yeah, or no, D, or right. anybody, is that do any of you guys not know someone who had cancer? I mean, we all, that's not a, that's not a stranger to any of us. So when someone said, this is what this looks like, we know what it looks like. I know what it looks like. We've seen family members. So I don't, who are you educating? I'm not sure. Uh, what educating what we all cancer is going to affect our lives one way shape or form so wh- you felt a need to educate or dementia that de- you know how many people almost like one in every five families yeah. is going to have someone with a form of dementia or parkinson's true, or something like that and it's happening so way so- more
3: frequently it's it's way more frequent you see it everywhere now like you said you you know a family member that gets it no yeah what.
4: And, and and i and so And listen if you need an education anybody can go online you can look up anything you can get youtube advice sessions from anywhere i think this whole i'm trying to educate people well a you're not a physician b you're not a psychologist you're not a psychiatrist you're not any kind of md or phd i don't you're not even a pharmacist i you're you're yeah you're i'm a son well i'm a son too you're you're a son yeah me too (laughs) no I mean, we're all sons, but I, I that doesn't mean that I trot my mom out there and go, for anybody who wants to know what breast cancer looks like, the results of chemotherapy, here it is, mom. And I would be horrified, and I would be oh, horrified so if right. my brothers did that to my – that would cause such a rift in my family. I don't think of us would ever talk again. So I'm so glad that no one said, you know, hey, you know. Since dad smoked for 45 years, let's scare people online. Show what happened to dad. and, and, And then maybe they won't smoke anymore. And you know what I would say? Who the fuck are we yep. to do that? Like they know people Dude, know that smoking's bad everybody,
3: for you. Knows, I everybody knows, man. Everybody knows that. Exactly.
4: Everybody you, you can go online and see people yep. with the with the cane voice box who yep. lost their, their who have cancer of the of the throat and had to have their half their throat. Bobby Heenan had to have half his throat exactly. removed. And,
3: and that was horrific. The way exactly. I, died, so right.
4: so what is me showing, I'm just saying hypothetically, what is me terrifying people? With my father's hideous condition from cancer, go, what teaching lesson is that for anybody? I think yeah, you know what that teaches right. everybody. I'm a shitty son, is what that teaches people, you know. And everyone, and it's so funny that the arguments that people had online over this, where um, Dave Penzer, who was a referee for WCW, if you remember, he was good friends Dave with Dave yeah, of course, he's yeah, Dave Penzer too. He was ringing us too and he was good yeah, friends yeah. with paul orndorff and he was upset that paul's son did that and everyone jumped not everyone but a bunch of people jumped on dave said you're just paul's friend that's his son son beats friend any oh day and i'm God. like well uh, if you guys knew that wow. how some people have relationships with some of their parents uh you would think i can tell you right now that there are certain Horrific. friends,
3: yeah who look plan. yeah who
4: look out for you better than family and i, I told you about
3: them. fucking percent bro
4: I talked about it on Chronicles last night, where the whole chat room agreed with me. It was like, it's true, man. Every everyone here, do you have a friend in your life that you actually trust more than a brother or a sister with with doing the right thing by you? And everyone's like, I do, I, I do, fuck I yeah. do, yeah, yeah I do. Everyone was like, raise your hand, and and I was like, and uh, you know, C- Carol uh, uh, Trez was saying the same thing. As close as she is with her family members, there were certain cousins or certain aunts that she would not want making decisions for her. You know, man. and uh but it was funny that everyone's like, that's his son. He could do whatever he wants. Bullshit. But just because you have the same last name as somebody does not mean you could do whatever you want, unless you literally have power of attorney, which I don't believe that kid had. So um I feel bad for the whole situation. Like the guy's gone now. I, I think we should more yeah. celebrate his life. I, I got yeah. on a tangent on this thing because
0: no, I did, did. I did.
4: I did change. Well, people can go look at the Hannibal thing. I changed my mind about it a little, a little somewhat because now that he explained it. But what I don't understand is that he's only he's saying that now and explaining it now. But if you don't watch the Hannibal interview, you're left with a lot of questions from what you saw previously. Do you understand All what right. I'm saying? You got to well, watch that. You. Yeah. You understand it. And a lot of people are not going to see that who are non wrestling fans who just saw this guy. Put up this picture of his father in the hospital, kind of drooling. Yeah, I saw the
3: pictures actually. They're still online. Right. They're still
4: online. Paul's hair, he's all disheveled and looks I couldn't believe what I saw. I didn't know he was looking like that, man. Right. And Dave Penza's like, your father's whole thing was so mr one oh and then people are like but this is real life i'm like I, I, again you got aren't you getting really none of you guys want to die with dignity everyone wants to show you in a hospital gown half naked in front of the world that's what you that's what life has come to i mean that's you know oh, hey, hey chicky put me on the air and when i can't talk so people can feel oh, bad geez. that i had a stroke like wow. you know, I don't, I don't get. What is making your fans feel horrible? How is that a teaching lesson? I, I don't get that. I don't get it. Because I don't
3: people get. People are idiots, man. Yeah, you know they're I mean? like,
4: well, you know, you you want to remember him. What is wrong with remembering somebody for when they were in a good light? What right. th- that's. I want. I, I, I don't. think I remember? Ones. You think I remember my father at one hundred and thirty pounds? No, I remember. I remember my dad no. at right. two forty exactly. when he was. Playing softball and like the bulkiest guy in the field, but he was a hell of an athlete for a heavy set guy. Right, that's that's the guy I remember. I don't remember this guy that I could pick up with one hand in, yeah, in the hospital who was all bone. So right. again, most people do want to remember people who were in the best of health. Oh, this is a great picture of Dad. This is when he's so handsome. What's wrong with that? Well, oh, you want oh oh look at oh do you want me to uh, his dying days? Yeah, I'll put that all over my refrigerator. I'll put those pictures all over the wall. Yeah,
3: see what I mean, man?
4: It's all the That's, when you have yeah you have pictures of your family. Of D, I'm sure you have the best pictures yeah, of your absolutely, family. Absolutely, you right. don't have the ugly, the the hideous pictures of your family. <laughs> I'm Why assuming, would you do
3: that? Right, and I'm su- I'm assuming no one technically does that. And if they do, they're fucking not quite right in their head, man because they want to show people look what this disease
4: did to my family but i'm telling you right now that if you've been on this planet for a couple of decades we already know what that looks like you don't need to show me your aunt Absolutely, you know what i'm saying man. i Absolutely. got it i got it and guess what if i want to see it her i'll go visit her in the hospital in a private moment and, and right. wish her well that's that's what you're supposed what is all the stuff that gets taken photos of now I mean, it my God, it's fucked, sick, man.
3: It's fucking it sick. Is, it is sick, man, and it, and it's sad too, and just no, and sorry, yeah. Now that you've explained all that, the son does look like an insensitive prick, but I I get he's also trying to teach a lesson. But did he really need to teach a lesson by showing his dad the way he looked? He again the way he explains it, I'm still on the fence about
4: it, but it's I'm I feel better about it than I did a couple of nights ago. But I'm just coming. I'm, I'm I'm probably coming more because I am a big fan of his father, and I would right. tell that guy that if I ever met him. I was a legitimate like fan where his father's pictures, and not when he was wrestling. I had pictures of Orndorff on my wall well before he came to the WWF in right. 1984. I'm talking 80 81 when he was in the NWA with Jimmy Snuka yep. fighting the Briscoes for the for the the, for the titles i mean i was such a fan that i would ruin my magazines by cutting up pictures and putting them i on used wall. to do that too bro. yeah i'm like <laughs> 11 12 13 14 years old <laughs> yeah. so I, i'm a real like fan fan and I, I mean when he came here i specifically wanted to go when i was 15 i asked for my birthday gift because i know him and dr d and piper were in a six-man tag in madison square garden and i wanted to see them awesome. uh and i also knew i couldn't go to wrestlemania that that next march in uh march of 85 so oh, wow. again, I, I planned out stuff. I was a calculated young teenager where right. I specifically wanted to, you know, if I can get it as a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, that was all I wanted for that Christmas or that birthday. I was the same, man. That was, was the way same. I was as a fan. So right. again, I'm coming from like you know, I, I was. I, I listen. I didn't love his father more than he did. That's his dad. But <laughs> of course, I'm saying, but I'm, but I'm I, I, again. I just fan, man yeah and you feel like you feel
3: protective of these people for no some doubt, reason man. even though you no don't know them you know it's, right. it's, it's kind of it's weird, weird. You know? it is it is yeah i feel it's the exact same way it's like i you think know. i know the mcmahon family better than like everyone but everyone feels that way probably you know what i'm saying yeah they yeah, don't true. have a clue who we are but it's weird when you grow up like that with the wrestlers mm-hmm. it's like you do feel like you know them, even if you've never met them. it's it's, it's a weird thing man but it's a nice thing too at the same time you know yeah no it is and i think uh
4: you know he's in the hall of fame he had a good career i think unfortunately he, they did do a uh they did a graphic for him on uh, nxt the beginning of nxt did they? Yeah. oh no you're right yeah, they, they did.
3: did but why did i saw it though
4: i don't know and again you got to remember listen there were certain wrestlers they didn't do anything for like hercules hernandez and sure, King well, he's Bundy forgotten
3: and, you know, in wwe now bam bam bigelow they never
4: did anything for us so sucks. i mean Again, you we don't know the, the relationship that the company has with these people. People want to think that everything is, you know. Listen, years from now, if something happens to me, dare I say, on the old show that I used to be on, I doubt the guy who used to be my host would do a two-minute intro for me if I passed away. And people uh, would just be like, well, wow, you know, that guy, know, "Wow, that guy! Yeah. That, that guy was on for seventeen years. Like, why do not <laughs> you like?" So, I mean, and how stupid that! And look, that'd be on him, you know. And same thing for me. Yeah, if it was flipped same, around yeah. and something happened to right. that dude, I would, I would people would expect me to make a tribute because we worked together for so long. And, and right. me, I personally, I can't speak for anybody else. I would, but I um, would, right. yeah. Cause that's the the way you should do it. But um, I can't account for, for anybody else. But again, people think don't really, they think people have different relationships than what they had because to them, they're like peanut butter and jelly, or they go together or they must be f- f- thick, thick as thieves. And meanwhile, people just work together and they, they happen to be together. I've worked for bosses in clubs that I've worked 10 years for. And I don't think me or other staff members ever went to the house of the owner. We never even met his wife. So it's like, yeah, sometimes you're not close with these people. You just work together. Yes,
1: and I think yes, in the fans eyes, they think right. it's
4: like some, one big team, one big happy <laughs> yeah. family. And it's not, you know, and I'm sorry to, to, just like when certain tag teams in wrestling, they, 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 You know, Marty, Janetti and Sean didn't (laughs) get along. They didn't like each other, you know, and there were just certain people that that, that didn't get along and there's certain people that do. And I think people like, well, if you work together or you do shows together or you're in a uh, company together, clearly you get along. We get along for the sake of the gig. We don't get along for the sake of each other. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I've always been a long-termer anyway. It's very deceiving because I've worked a lot of places long-term. So you would think, oh, you get along with everybody. But not necessarily you just do what you do good so they keep you on for a long time you of know of course I mean? you got to do what you got to do man
3: you know what i mean and then you
4: and then you get caught smoking crack and you get fired
3: is that what happened Kevin? Oh no. <laughs> I know. but that was just out of the blue just when you said that yeah. it just me and me well me
4: and me and me and chickie ended our show all about
3: crack so <laughs> crack yeah, and then we talked about it off the air yeah, and then crack. you're surprised about Australia having a crack problem. Like, is like some crack. bizarro... Well, no, I no. hope you you don't try crack, Kev. No, no I no. don't think so. I, don't know. I doubt it. Can't <laughs> I, afford, do I doubt. can't afford it anyway. I can't afford it. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, man. You know, I don't know how much it costs over there, but here... I don't they, even know how much it costs. <laughs> here, we, we pay for everything way overboard. I'm talking about not just groceries, but even all the drugs apparently are really expensive god why yeah i don't know i don't know i was watching news reports how all the cartels from mexico and shit like that i'm not kidding i'm i'm serious Did they did they uh did they mention how much crack costs today well <laughs> they knew that australians paid a lot of money for just normal things so they feel they can do the same thing with drugs
4: yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Chickie will find a way to smuggle it in or something. If she comes to visit you. <laughs> Shout out but, uh, to the Chickie.
3: But I just yeah. want to say, kids, crack is whack, okay? Crack is definitely whack. It's definitely whack. And winners, don't use drugs. No, don't use drugs. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't know if you ever played the old uh, WrestleFest arcade game and the uh, Superstars, be a Superstars, the arcade no, game. No, never you never played them? Oh man, that no, was classic. No, I never. really. I'm not a big video
4: game person. And, right, you know, I've I, never, you know, I've never heard yeah, you I'm say not, that. No, I'm not a gamer at all. I mean, it's funny because the one thing that my two co-hosts of my two different shows have, uh, Trez and and Chicky, is they're both big gamers. I'm, I've never been a gamer.
3: Yeah, no, you know. that's true. But my point was at the start of those games, right? It would say winners don't use drugs, and then you see Hulk Hogan, you know, Ultimate Warrior, oh, and I'm like, oh, what do you know, right? But, um, yeah, man, it's true. What you said, everything, you know, what you said is spot on. And it's not just in the States, man. It's the same thing here. Heck, I will even say over here, I feel like they're just a bunch of airheads, bro. Airheads. Like, you know, everything will be okay. The government, you know, they're good. And, like, we all just hand over our guns. And I don't know what, what your stance is about guns, but here, man, the minute the government said, yeah, give us your guns, you know, like a buyback. Everyone fucking did it. I was just like, yeah, take it. Take my life. Oh, you're not allowed to have guns in Australia? No, nah, unless you got a license because there was a massacre back in 96 in Tasmania. You know, the little island on the bottom of right. the mainland. That's not connected of the mainland Australia. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that island there, there was a massacre. And then from that time onwards, which was back in 96, wow. that's when they took all our guns away. Oh,
4: jeez. Yeah,
3: so that's why they always point out to the Australian gun laws when in the States they try to do that with you guys. But the thing is, they'll never be able to do it in in the States because of the Constitution.
4: Yeah, okay. Well, That's what I think.
3: I know in New York it's pretty strict, right, with guns, technically.
4: Yeah, I think uh, if you turn in a gun, you get a hamburger. (laughs) Really, they give you peanuts? No, I don't even know.
3: Oh, and before we go, like I mean, we've gone for I think we're about over two hours. We're, but... we're like,
4: well, yeah, we're like four hours now
3: Well, technically, <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll
4: be, I'll be honest with you. I thought we stopped recording after we started talking about Paul. Though, really? Yeah, I thought we stopped.
3: <laughs> hey, I was going to say, is that a hint, Kev? I mean, are you are telling me to no, like not... <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> take well, out well, some? I, well, I'm on Benadryl, so. But no. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, but just to round out the, smack, the to round out the smackdown thing. I mean, obviously probably the highlight of the show was the opening and with Roman Reigns and the Six Man was the best and closing out the night for money in the back what Big E won the
3: match, right? Uh no, Seth Rollins won the match with oh, the Seth, Curbstom, Seth Rollins won. Oh, I thought Curbstom Big E won. to Big E on the ladder. Oh, I thought Big E won. Him. No, no, yeah, it was Seth oh, Rollins. I must have been I must have been on crack. <laughs>
4: I must. I must have been smoking crack at that time. You must have been,
3: man. I didn't I just it say was before that crack is whack?
4: I thought. I think I was smoking crack, and I <laughs> saw big e when I. I actually.
3: <laughs> You're definitely now, on crack, now, then, bro. Now
4: that I, I, the crack, the crack pipe smoke actually totally <laughs> fogged up my vision, and I apologize for getting the finish wrong. Okay.
3: Oh, that's classic, man. I was gonna there say go. something else, but. But yeah, it definitely was Seth Rollins, man. You, you know, I don't know if it was the Crack Kev, but it was definitely Seth. And he was screaming John everywhere. Dude, I don't know. Before we go, though, I want to say one more thing about Mr. Rollins. Sure. Uh, or, or the man, you know, Mrs. Man, whatever the fuck the, he is. No, the man's man. The man's man. <laughs> right, exactly. The man's man. That's but, what she calls him. Yeah. That's true. Um, but what I was gonna say, have you seen Rollins's history pre Ring of Honor and shit like that? Do you know anything about his history? You
4: mean when he was wrestling uh, as Tyler what Black, was his... not as Tyler Black. Tyler Black. He was, was Tyler it, yeah. Blue
3: movie, sort of.
4: Um, I no, I really didn't follow it. I didn't really follow Ring of Honor. I mean, the not last not time yet. I followed Ring of Honor was when uh, Daniel Bryan was there, which was like five years before Tyler Black. So um i didn't really follow uh, like i didn't follow moxley in czw i really didn't follow him on Moxley. So,
3: no well,
4: yeah but when those guys came to my the minor league so to speak i thought they would just try out guys i had no idea of their history i, well, I really didn't know a lot i want to
3: say one thing and maybe i should show you off the air but uh seth Rollins. um it's not a crack pipe right no it's it's oh, well God. it's sort of a pipe
4: <laughs> oh good
3: Lord. put it this way he's rubbing his ass in a match yeah. Uh, with someone else's uh, pipe in their pants, pretty much. Um,
4: I don't even want to even try. Very to suspect, what you're bro.
3: About. People want to point to Kenny Omega and the blow up dolls, while well, people haven't seen Seth Rollins. <laughs> I, don't know. I got my, I got my, I got my own problems. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding, dude. Everyone I've shown right, is totally <laughs> like, stop it, stop. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. If you ha- and I know you dislike Seth Rollins, you always have, but this would absolutely justify why you hate Seth Rollins because ever since I saw that I cannot get away from it man and it's hard to find man and WWE have done a good job in burying this shit but he's basically shitting on professional wrestling now Jim Cornette I don't think he's ever seen this someone needs to send it to him right but basically he's in the ring and he's wrestling right you think it's a wrestling match next thing you know these cunts are fucking dry sort of rubbing each other suddenly and I'm like, am, am I really seeing this shit? So think of it as softcore gay wrestling porn. Oh, God. Without it, without them actually fucking, but like, they're, they're flirting, put it that way. You know what I mean? I know he likes to whip his cock out occasionally.
4: The this, this show's taking a nasty turn.
3: It's the smack talk, Kev. It's the whole point one. of it. It's a, It has to take a nasty turn. I know. I'm just I putting know. it out there, though, Kev. It's true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going to show you. I have to show you. All right? No, nah, trust me it's not as bad as i'm probably saying but it's still kind of uh yeah it's like yeah it's like i don't want to see this i don't know why you're showing me even kenny man kenny's done some whack shit too but that's professional wrestling i won't even go there because i don't. i get put off it just seeing it but it is what it is man but kev yeah. hmm? i think we've covered everything man i mean is there anything we've missed do you think
4: we have we have. um i don't think we missed anything um did anything happen besides that
3: uh no i, I think we pretty much kind gonna... to one more news thing but i guess not yeah I think news item news news item yeah there was one thing i wanted to point out but i've kind of forgotten or we might have even talking about it but it doesn't matter anyway i think we've covered it we've gone over two hours technically four wow. what time is it for you it's five here, so that means it'd be uh what's three. Four, what's 3 what's five
4: it's 5 p.m by you, right
3: 5 p.m for me you know how i know yes. your time so well when it's yeah, 5 Monday. right but it's when it's 5 p.m now for me it's 3 a.m for you right so that's how i've managed to learn it you know what i mean and now even yep. it's clockwork when when we do the show when, when we do your show yep. on uh, on mondays mm-hmm. i always get up right before like it's like automatic <laughs>
4: To- well when we do our show on mondays yours you're 10 a.m i think or 11 a.m and we're at 8 p.m right 10 a.m 10 a.m tuesday 8 p.m
3: for you yeah no oh, okay, perfect yeah. for me i mean that works out perfectly but in saying that Kev, yeah. get your shitty man get my oh uh my plugs for
4: my right crap, my crappy shows
0: oh, uh <laughs> come on now you're
4: the number one
3: show on the network dude come on i didn't mean that show oh are you saying my show kev no i'm not saying i probably um, are but it's all good
4: what are we on uh we're on well, well our new shows drop every wednesday uh castle and chicky podcast adventures which is about um pop culture music tv crack and uh and all sorts of assorted topics uh yeah this week this yeah this week we're kind of doing a part two we did a show um
3: you could probably tell me how's that show doing so far okay dude it well the last i check is doing great and 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 quite frankly like i told you last week i know you'd say this to me off the air that Mm -hmm. i always say this and yes they do call me (laughs) jimmy (laughs) fade jimmy fade is the new fucking fad (laughs) jimmy fade out that was pretty um, funny though. I must admit. It, it, it was funny. Yeah.
4: So, but we're going to do a part two to that episode, which was not really cancel culture, but it was more about the differences of society from back in the day and things that go on today and what you can do and what's permissible and what's proper etiquette and what is not the hypocrisy of the whole thing. Because, uh, there's so much inappropriate behavior today that it's funny that they talk funny. about how in the '70s and '80s how inappropriate, right, right. misogynistic, and racist we are, and I see it as <laughs> bad today. Is it? But and again, it's a whole big bunch of a big ball of hypocrisy, and yep. uh, we discover it all. And again, Carolyn is about 15 years my junior, so she's, she's my from age. <laughs> yeah, she's a different generation than me. So it's not like uh, you know. I hope people when they listen to it realize that that. Despite we're two old friends, I'm a lot older than her. And uh, I'm coming from different generations. So when we have our agreements and disagreements, we're coming from not just a male-female perspective, but from two different generation right. perspectives. Because she's a child of the 90s. I'm a child of the late 70s, early 80s. So, uh, again, you could definitely get the cross-section of opinions on stuff. Without it's, oh, there are two people who grew up together. Of course, they agree on everything. That's the great uh, part about the differences right. in age between me and Carolyn is that Uh, she can give you totally different perspectives because when she's a little kid and into the toys and pop culture, I'm already in my early (laughs) twenties and I'm well past that. So, but I can give you my stuff from when I was that age in the seventies. So again, that's what makes our show good about our our opinions and our thought process on certain things. We agree on certain things, disagree on other things, but this show, I think this uh, coming Wednesday, it's going to drop that we record Monday is going to be as, you know, a lot of laughs like we had in the last one but we're going to definitely get way into the, the tv shows the the movies and stuff like the real controversial shit that went on um that that absolutely couldn't fly today but some of the stuff that goes on today that's allowed and, and again the hypocrisy the whole thing it why is, is it why, and it's and, and it's not along racial divides and it's not even along sexual gender divides it's based upon popularity, and it's based upon if people like said person or said band or said actor, it's cool. If they don't right. like you, they're gonna crucify you.
3: Crucify it, you, it, right? It's it's
4: it's it, it, life is much more of a popularity contest than it has anything to do with anything else. How weird, right? It's true. You know, it is. If, if yeah, if you're likable, that could save your ass every time. If you're not <laughs> likable or you have a spotty history people want to string you up because Uh. they think that you have no redeeming qualities. And we touched upon that on the show. We're really going to get into it this show and uh, people really liked it. And I, and I think one thing I'll say more about that, uh, about our show on the same network is that uh, we're going to be theme oriented, but I think we're going to start doing more, freestyle shows talking about modern events, current events and stuff. Cause awesome. I, p- people yeah. People The feedback. We got is people want to hear that. And they like to hear the other themes too. I mean, well, listen, we'll never run out of material. Let's put of it to course, that way. We'll always have fresh shows. So you can check that out this Wednesday when the new episode, go check out part one, if you didn't hear it for, uh, yet. And uh, again, we have, it's much more uh like laughs than serious, but we got into some stuff. But um uh, as far as my other show, my wrestling stuff goes, I do a Patreon show on Discord with uh, still working with my old partner, Don Tony. We're still in business together in the aspect of Patreon for wrestling. Uh, And you can check that out. You can go to Don Tony Patreon. I'm up there. I do a show called Castle Chronicles and k Chronicles every Thursday night. I do a live chat. It's a lot of fun. I do it far more uh, for fun than finance, and I love doing it. That's why I'm still doing it and uh, i think that show will always be around you know no I, damn, I i love I, lo- I love doing that show and it's a, that's a wrestling but we it's a, it is kind of a boys club to be honest with you but <laughs> yeah. w- women are welcome you know uh, once in a <laughs> while you see a woman in there every now and then um but uh it, it's a lot of fun and and i've been doing that now Sean, i think i'm in my fifth year now
0: wow
4: and um so yeah and and so you can sign up for patreon go to don tony uh patreon but my name is on it you'll see my my stuff is on there. Castle Chronicles every Thursday. It's like, I think the $2 tier is gone. I think it's $5 yeah, it a has. month at this point. So yeah, yep. it's $5 a month and uh totally worth it though. And there's some day of breakfast soup on there that mission Don Tony do together. So you're going to some good stuff on there. It's a lot of fun live chat. You can go and hang with us for two, three hours every Thursday night. It's totally worth it. I mean, if I didn't think it was worth it, I wouldn't promote it, Absolutely. but, um, and as far as anything else goes, uh, down the road, probably thinking of doing a new wrestling round table type of show with a bunch of different hosts and uh launching that but after since i'm going back to work in a month at my regular job i have to put that on hold until maybe later in the year because
3: it's too much too soon you know what i mean yeah and you know what i just want to quickly say um first of all you you're a busy dude man you you do do quite a few shows and i just also want to say a lot of people have been asking me man where is kev we want him to talk about wrestling we haven't been hearing him and oh. even on my YouTube, there was a clip from my very first show. I don't know if you realize this, Kev, or not, but you mm. were actually my very first guest on my very first show that I ever did, man. So, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, that's 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 great, and I'm sorry at the same
3: time. No, because, uh, no, you know what, kidding. thanks to you, it's gotten thousands of uh, of plays, man. Oh, nice. nice. Right, and, and a lot of people in the comments on YouTube have been asking about you, man, and... I've, I've even put it out there that you're doing, you know, the Castle and Cheeky Adventure show, but people really want to fucking hear you talk about wrestling too. Oh, man. no, I know
4: they do. And listen, I, I'm i not, you know, I'm not uh, blind to the fact that uh, some people, like I've had to almost happen to some certain new fan bases and along with Carolyn's fan base, uh, mixing that together is how we get any kind of a number for uh, Castle and Cheeky podcast adventures. There's some wrestling fans have been totally on board with it because they like hearing about movies and, and sh- things that they like too, besides of wrestling. But right. I don't kid myself into thinking that my number one thing that I've always been known for in podcasting and the reason I got in Rolling Stone and the reason I got on the CM Punk documentary is good. And I'm never gonna, that's what I mean, I'm never gonna stop doing that. And I know that some people don't wanna sign up for a Patreon to hear me on there. And it's not a lore for me to get people to go listen to it. That's why I do a lot of guest appearances you know, for free on free network shows so people can hear me. That's why I do all these appearances. Uh, You know, I was joking. I was saying I'm all whoring myself out. The truth of the matter is I keep myself out there so people can still hear me uh, because I don't have my own mainstream wrestling show yet. But know that I... I, It's not that I... And you know the same thing too, Jim. If I I wanted it, I I could do it any time. But I also can't commit to it, especially now. So that's why it'll come later. I mean, listen... I know it seemed like a long wait for the podcast adventures to get launched. We've been talking about it since January, and we finally launched it at the end of April, beginning of May. Um, but the same thing with the wrestling thing. I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. It's going to get done eventually. It might be December. It might be January. But a new show is coming. So in the meantime, these are the outlets that you can hear me at until that new show launches.
0: Well,
3: that's 50 cents. And saying that, P- I'm Jimmy T. He's Kevin Kessel. You've been listening to the PwC. Friday, not Smack Talk. Right here on the Rational Rage Network. Peace.
2: And that's what it's all about. A contract. Catch it anytime you want to become a world champion. 80% of the time, more than 80% of the time, the new champions crown. Wayne Rollins, is he leaving? Well, there's no count-out, so Big e Driving Rollins to the floor! Kevin Owens gonna fly! And now, King Nakamura! Fatal 4-Way underway! What the hell is going on? There will be four more men from Monday Night Raw joining these four in a ladder match for the biggest contract in the WWE. Higgy and King Nakamura, teamwork, double superplex off the top. And now Rollins with a splash, nobody home. Rollins self-destructing. And now King Nakamura, the king of strong style. Former Royal Rumble match winner. Rollins has won the Rumble as well. These, these four men know that any damage done tonight helps them on Sunday. Nakamura, classic Nakamura with a running knee to the midsection. Sunday's gonna be brutal enough, Pat. Ladders to climb, to grab the contract, Ladders to be used as weapons. One of the most dangerous matches you'll see in WWE. All for an opportunity turn a guaranteed title opportunity. Eight of the most talented sports entertainers in the history of his company. Nakamura looking for the of Big E intercepts him. Looking for the big ending, connects to King Nakamura. Big E looking for the win. And Seth Rollins breaking things up before the three count. Kevin Owens climbs up the ladder. What the hell is he gonna do up there? Kevin, get out. What is this psychopath doing? KO from the top of the ladder. Are you me? Oh my! Oh my! Back of the ring, Seth Rollins goes to the back of the being A stop on the ladder, a stop on the ladder by Rollins. Cover by Seth. It's over. Rollins builds momentum to Sunday. Here is your her winner,
0: Seth
2: Rollins. Will this be the same, Pat, on Sunday? Seth Rollins looks to become Mr. Money in the Bank yet again.
1: last few weeks have been the most difficult time of my life. I mean, you just saw it right there. I've lost everything. I've lost my crown. I lost my car. I've lost my investments, and I've lost my savings. Now, now the bank is calling me, and they're threatening to foreclose on my house. My two-year-old daughter, my two-year-old daughter is sick because she's having to eat spaghetti out of a can instead of Wagyu beef. Oh, no, that's My house is a mess because we had to fire the maids. And if this continues the way it's going, we're going to have to move in with my wife's parents. I mean, could you imagine that? but but there's hope there's some good news because all of you here and everyone that is watching at home you can help me out of these dark financial times look i've started a crowd funded website it's called corbin fund With that, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for enough to pay a few bills and get back on my feet. A hundred thousand dollars can do that. So, all of you, please go to corbinfund.com and donate because every every little bit that you have it helps. And please, please, please don't tell me that everyone here in texas is as cheap as everyone else around the world no please i'm asking you for help please he's down on his knees this is humbling. i am literally on my knees begging you, please, please, please.
2: Baron doesn't know it, but KO's music just saved him, I think, in the long run. And he's now interrupted his telephone here tonight as he makes his way to the ring. Is Kevin Owens gonna go to Corbinfun.com?
4: A hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of
2: money. But he
0: ate everybody.
1: Kevin, Kevin, I wanna believe that you're out here for the right reasons. You're out here because you wanna help me. If you have influence in the locker room, so if, if you help me and a few other stars help me, these people, they'll fall in line. Kevin, I'm just like you, man. You have, a, you have a heart and you sympathize with people who are less fortunate and in need. Kevin, I know, I know you have money, I do. I mean, just look at you, please, 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 please do not take this the wrong way. But we know that you don't spend money on your wardrobe, so can you please no, 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 no! Can you please just find it in your heart to help me? Oh, oh stop!
0: I know